See if I can make you uncomfortable again. You always make me uncomfortable, Rory. Mm. Come on, Eden. I know you're dancing in the, the control room right now. <laughs> this is a sick record. This is my shit in junior high. I definitely put this on a CD. Player. What was her name? She's a listener still. Good. Hey, Ashley. Hey, always Ash- Ashley. Why is it always Ashley? Ashley? Ashley's may have broken the most hearts in junior high school. 100%. And maybe in real life. Yeah. Ashley's is always breaking hearts for sure. Ashley's are just not good people, I'm starting to think. Do you know Ashley that's not cute? I don't think I've really met an ugly Ashley before. Yeah, I've never met an ugly Ashley. I never met an ugly Ashley, Ashley and a, a, a ugly Erica. I know some ugly Ericas. I think I know. Well, the one Erica you met uh, in LA that drove us to the hotel, my friend Erica, she's very pretty. But I know some ugly Ericas. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't know no. She's ugly She's a bad Ericas. Erica. Yeah, like she's 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 beautiful. I don't know an ugly Erica though. I'm I'm trying to think if I've ever. Tammy's up there, but Tammy's always a hoe, and that's just Wayne's fault. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are the names that rap has ruined. Uh, wait, what? Young Ma, she ruined someone's name. Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie now is just always just gives head. Like you see a Stephanie, like oh god. <laughs> I already know what she's the type of time she's on. You're already judging her from the gate. Like and, we heard about you. And Tammy's always a hoe because of Wayne. Yeah, DMX killed about. 47 names for oh us. yeah for sure at, at a very young age can you wife a girl that was mentioned in uh it's almost hard not to he mentioned every girl in the english language i think i mean i'm not going to tell you the listeners the name of that song but it is a great song yeah classic legendary i, I listen to it every weekend the fact that cisco was harmonizing that like screaming it <laughs> i, I want to cisco be had a very interesting career like we don't think we don't talk about cisco enough well there's drew hill cisco and then there's cisco no, I'm talking about Cisco. <laughs> like Cisco had a very interesting solo career, man. We don't speak about it in the culture enough. I mean, what? Of course, it was a career, but was it much of one? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. What were the hits outside of Thong Song? Because um, he kind of MC hammered himself with that record. Thong Song? Yeah. You think so? Incomplete. Um, incomplete. That was a joint. Yeah, incomplete was a was a was a was a banger for sure. What was the name of the album that that Dong Song was on? Release the dragon. Release the dragon. Oh, that's nah, Unleash the dragon. That album was kind of hard. Unleash the dragon was fire. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he had an interesting solo career, man. It's just it just this disappeared so quickly. Like, and I'm not sure if like is it because the era changed? You know, R and B changed so quickly. I mean, he would kill in this era. Like, they applauded Frank Ocean for coming out. Cisco had to hide it. Is Cisco gay? At Rory. What? <laughs> I thought he came out, no? First of all. He has a belly think, button tattoo. Think somebody, <laughs> thinking somebody came out is just hilarious. Like you have to, you can't think. You have to know for sure if somebody has has announced that they are. You oh, know. okay. Well, if he hasn't and is not, in fact, that you just it's not my business. So you just opened the closet door. I'm the first one that thought Cisco was gay. No, not thought it, <laughs> but you said like he came out. I don't know if I thought he did. I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't he know. Did okay, he, did well, he did not. Okay, he did not. He, he was re- wearing a thong in the thong song. He was the only one in the video with a thong gay. on. He says that he's not. That's what he said? Mm-hmm. But he's from that old okay. school era where you have to like deny it. 
he's not from this cool progressive era where like we'd be like oh no we don't care bro but like, what, everyone's known we don't care or what if he's not gay <laughs> that, that, that's just an option you totally got rid of Cisco yeah Drew Hill Cisco no I didn't think he was gay Cisco I thought was gay Unle- when Unleash the Dragon you thought that Wait. was a coming out party Unleash the Dragon yeah what straight album is called Unleash the Dragon <laughs> I don't know. Tell, tell me what straight out. I don't is. know, man. It's just funny. The dragon period. When you put the dragon in anything, it's just funny. I think when when Genuine came out with differences, I feel like that just bodied Cisco's career. Mm. I feel like that might have been the turning point when he was singing in that abandoned. Yeah, we gotta house. we gotta we gotta look more into that. Like what 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 was the demise of Cisco? Like what was what was the definitive moment that happened in R and B where it was like we just stopped fucking with Cisco? TRO. He, I'm telling you, he, he MC hammered himself, and I don't know how we got on a fucking Cisco conversation, but I'm not mad at it. He did the Drew Hill traditional R&B shit that we loved, and then he made a super big pop song, and he had to maintain being Cisco and not in Drew Hill anymore. Yo, you used to go downtown to um, TRL and, and stay up at the window and no, wave? No, I never did. And wave. <laughs> Rory definitely was outside on Broadway, <laughs> waving at the window. <laughs> waving at Blink-182? <laughs> definitely waving at Blink-182 for Carson, sure. Carson, It was somebody down there one day. Like I was walking by, and you knew all the kids like used to be outside, so you knew that's when TRL was taping. Mm-hmm. I forgot who it was, but I was I was actually like happy that I was down there at that moment. I forgot who it was. Though. It was somebody I like. I was like, oh shit, really? I never understood. Even as a kid, I never understood. And I watched TRL after school every day. Just but like, what am I gonna do? Like look up. I could just watch the show. Well, like, no, but I then can't they, even hear the show. No, but then I'm they just got looking at a window. It, it was a thing where the artist would come to the window, wave at you. I remember because remember, it wasn't no social media. That's how you saw your favorite celebrities. That's the artist. You had to go to you had to quietly in TRL and TV building and wave at them. And then sometimes, uh, what was his name? That Carson, hosted the show, Carson, Carson Daly. Daly. He would uh, invite people up from the street. That was cool. That was like a cool thing they would do. Invite some fans up from outside. Uh, I sat next to Carson Daly at uh, I think the Salon show. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He looked good. Whatever. How, what, all right. Whatever happened to Cisco? Then what happened to Carson Daly? Ryan Seacrest happened to Car- Carson Daly. Ooh, spicy. Damn. Yeah, it was Ryan Seacrest. Got him out. Yeah, Seacrest got him out of here because he had admitted he was gay. See, did Seacrest is C- Ryan Seacrest gay? Yes. All right, man. Really? I didn't know, <laughs> bro. I don't keep up. I don't know who's announced. I don't keep up with the announcements. You're not on the email list. Nah, I don't know who's who's the closet gay list. Yeah, like I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I guess that's true Because Carson Daly He should be doing All the shit that Ryan Seacrest is doing Yeah, Ryan Seacrest And then uh, once American Idol Became what it is Ryan Seacrest got everybody out of here And then Terrence J showed up I don't know if Terrence J Was able to really Wait, f- Seacrest is not gay <laughs> Thank you, Jesus Sorry We're just putting uh, gay Ryan, On everybody Ryan, I, Yeah, Ryan Seacrest Has never come out Officially as gay what do you mean officially? He's, he's leading into the rumors. He's leading into the rumors. He ain't get his gay verified check. <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand what's happening right now. Why y'all just telling everybody to come out the closet? Listen, I killed off Willis from different strokes. So yeah, on this did. podcast, <laughs> I just be saying anything apparently. I'm sorry, Todd Bridges. I thought... <laughs> thought he was out of here? I thought everyone from different strokes had passed. No, Todd Bridges I, I apologize. Still, yeah. And if I made Cisco and Ryan Seacrest gay, I apologize for that too. Whatever their sexual preference is, they're both very hard workers. Exactly. Unleashing dragons on... Unleashing American, American Idol. Idols. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you think about Madonna and how she's been looking? How she's been looking? Yeah, with her IG photos. Um, I think Madonna looks good for her age. Okay. Yeah, I think she's still, like, in shape. I think she, uh, 
You know, I mean, she's, you know, white people, y'all age bad. So we're going to see the age. It's racist. Maul says that every episode. <laughs> they do, though. Every episode. Y'all say it. He reminds y'all. The only reason I say it is because y'all say it. I mean, you don't have to keep reminding us. I mean, we're aware. we have mirrors. Like, yeah, I wake up I, every morning and I look in the mirror. But it's kind of like a thing. It's part of the aesthetic. It's, it's part like, of our aesthetic is yeah. aging shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of, like, white people's aesthetic. It's like, y'all know y'all going to age bad. But, like, y'all do things like yoga until you're, like, 70. For sure. Keep your body tight, you know, things like that. So, yeah, Madonna, she's still she's still in shape. I guess. I'm starting to get grays. Grays in the red? Mm-hmm. You scared? I am. You seem like you're scared. Why? I'm terrified. Shorty said I, I look good as a silver fox, though, and I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. You want to be a silver fox? <laughs> Instead of, like, salt and pepper, I'm like, I'd be salt and ketchup or some shit. Yeah, I could see I that. just don't know if I'll be, I have the cool George Clooney look. I think I'll just look like an old white guy. No, you gotta let the grays come in though. Oh no, I've left. They're there. I got some. I got some popping up. And I'm. I'm kind of scared, but I'm just like, yeah. What are you gonna do? I still have all my hair. Oh, you're trying to fuck Mary J. So I mean, she's I probably am, used to older guys. See, you, you see how see fast. How, you see how fast things. See, I am not. Don't. Don't. Please don't put okay, that out there. If she was interested. Would you? And Mary? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Hell yeah. But you Mary? saw what happened with her last situation. We don't ever judge women and what they did in their last relationship. So, no, her husband is do. suffering. Is he? Well, I mean, he's getting paid now. Yeah, but I don't think for all the suffering say, that she put, I don't him think he's suffering at all. I think he's good. All right. Mary looks great. If you haven't seen that video, go look at that video. She looks good. Okay. How'd the music sound though? You keep saying she looked great. I mean, it's Mary. The music, the music sounded good. I hate the song with, with Khaled. I hate I'm not, that not a big record. Fan. I hate that record. I can't. When, when was the last? I like I hate got, when iconic, legendary artists like that far in their career start playing with auto tune. Mary's always used auto tune though. No, but this but is like in, it's this is like heavy auto tune. This is like almost you want to go club with this auto tune. I feel I don't know even like with her, J Lo, Ashanti, them just trying to get into the new. They should stop trying to get into the new world of music. Like when Ashanti did that Ty Dolla record, it was like, all right, I'm glad Ashanti's making music again. But this was clearly a Ty Dolla song on his hard drive, and he said here, mm-hmm. and then she just kind of harmonized around it. I just don't need a Shanti. Like, keep making your shit. Why do you think Go it's so hard for uh, those type of artists to transition into the new sound and the new era? Because they're out of touch and they're just following the people that are in touch. And sometimes that does not coincide. Why they were so good during their era is because they were so in touch and what was going on and what was being made and being mm-hmm. innovated and all that shit. Now they're old, which I get. They're in that iconic status where it's like, dog, do I really need to do this anymore? Yeah. And then... They meet up with a Metro Boomin who's in touch with what's going on and it doesn't resonate because now they are trying to do a sound they know nothing about. So they sound crazy. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's it's tough because you want to, as an artist and an artist that's been in the game for a long time, you want to remain uh, relevant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you chase the sound and you chase the trend, but it just hurts when it's an, an artist that's already stamped as a legend icon when they start doing it. It's like, yo, you are just keep doing what you do. Like, you don't have to jump into this world. Or don't do anything. Just go on tour that, and sing the songs I love. Yeah, all that. You know, all that <laughs> too. Keep but, your money. Or just just stay with, with with your core. Stay real R and B. Yeah. Like, stay right there, and don't worry about the numbers and you know radio and all of that. Just continue to give who you are. Like, don't stop. You know. Uh, experimenting with different sounds and different trends that's i hate that and well a lot of older icon artists too still have like their same manager which mm-hmm. is great but their manager also hasn't worked in a really long time either and they're just just as out of touch like mm-hmm. 
Nas says Anthony. And Anthony is in this shit fully. Like, mm-hmm. Anthony fully understands what's going on right now. He knows what is going to work and what's not going to work. So Nas doesn't have to stay up on everything like that because he has a young manager that totally understands what's going on in music. Mm-hmm. That's why Nas, and of course it's Nas too. I also want to give Nas credit, but yeah. that's why Nas doesn't look fucking crazy out here and he's how he's aging so well where he is with Hit Boy, but it's still the Nas that we like. Like, You need to have a manager that gets what's going on at the moment Absolutely. so you don't have to because once you become an icon, naturally you become out of touch. You're you a fucking out of, icon. Yeah, because you're not paying attention to what the younger generation is doing. I think for an artist like Nas though, his he just basically fixed what was kind of sort of the knock on him his whole career which was the beats, the music. Like I'm sure I'm sure he heard it like people saying oh, yo Nas' beat selection is terrible and all of that. Um and I think that him linking with Hit Boy which basically revitalized his career and got him his that was his first Grammy, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that was just a direct, you know, it's like okay, I'm tapping in with the hottest producer right now in hip hop and not even just hip hop, maybe the hottest producer. For sure. And locking in on a sound that's not too far left from what Nas sounds like. It's still true to his, you know, his his sound, but just more current. I think that we leaned into that. Yes, Nas has had bad beats before. But that it wasn't as bad as people made like, it Like, that's become a narrative that I think is just one of those that's become trendy and cool just to, to say. say it, yeah. Nas is not a terrible beat picker. Like, no. He's had his moments where it's like, all right, man, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But I could name every single artist we put in our top 10 having those moments as well. Everybody picks <laughs> bad beats. Everybody has terrible production on some albums that we love. But I just think that was something that people just stamped Nas with. Mm. Yeah, for whatever reason. They were just like, yo, he, he's terrible at picking beats. And I don't even know if Nas picks his own beats. Like, he probably has, you know, his favorite producers that he reaches out to for send a batch through and this, that, and the third. But I don't think he picks the beats by itself. Outside of Hate Me Now, this is where I think we need to change that narrative. Nas picks bad beats with the A-list producers. Every time he gets with hmm. one of those big, big, big producers, I feel like they missed the mark. And when he does, like, the regular shit, he mm-hmm. picks great beats. Okay. Because a lot of on I Am when he was doing Trackmaster shit, Dre shit, I think, t- is, Tim- is Timbo on I Am? I forgot. He just picked bad beats for the time of the iconic producer at that, that moment. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jay would always get the best beats from the biggest producers. And Nas just always fell flat, I feel like, with A-list producers. But when he Mm. Most of his albums are not A-list producers. Right. And they're they're fine there. Mm-hmm. Like, Get Down is a fucking amazing beat. I don't know who did the beat. <laughs> like, when Nas does regular shit, he's fine. We was having a conversation uh, this weekend about some of our favorite rap artists. And when they get into their later part of their careers, just having, like, a lot of terrible albums. Let's not be PC, come on. I know y'all said names. Say them. Snoop has a lot of terrible albums. Snoop has more shitty albums than he has good ones. Yeah, and I love Snoop. He's one of my favorite rappers. Ever. He's the most famous rapper. But when you sit back and start going through like your iTunes library and like listening to some of Snoop albums, you're like, all right, what was Snoop giving us right here? Like, what was he? <laughs> what was he doing? Like, we didn't need this album right here. I mean, he continued to put out. Snoop always finds a way to stay relevant musically because he's fucking Snoop though. Yeah, and he'll catch one, and then you'll go to the album like, all right. Yeah, I'm glad we. I just have a single. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like I. But it's it's. He has a lot of albums like that. It's like 15 albums. But how many probably, albums does Snoop Dogg have? 
Put, definitely has more than 12 albums for sure. But he's probably he's probably the most famous rapper ever. He's the most famous rapper ever. So it's like, you know, it's I love Snoop. He's again, he has classic, I mean, doggy style, but that did for, you know, I'm like I I had to, like I said on here before, sneak to listen to that album. Mm. So that is like a very special album to me because it was something that I wasn't supposed to hear. Yeah. And, you know, Snoop Dogg has 18 studio albums. 18? 18 studio albums, 5 collaborative albums, 17 compilation albums, 25 mixtapes. He put out at least 15 of those with Master P in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when No Limit put an album out like every Tuesday? Oh my God. They was doing the, they was doing the yay shit before yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Master P was doing that before Kanye for sure. Uh, Amazon that list, which I've said. Almost every iconic rapper, if you start going through the amount of time they've had in albums, it doesn't balance out well. Hip hop said an interesting thing. He said once rappers make a hundred records, it's usually like a crazy fall off after that. He's saying put out a hundred records or make a hundred records. Maybe put out. Well, that's a lot of fucking music. If you're right. doing fourteen on average per album, mm -hmm. getting to hundred that's, that's a lot of music. Yeah. But he said, he was like, once you put out 100 records, songs, it's kind of like, what else you going to do after that? I mean, I felt that way with Snoop after like the second album, though. After 20 songs? <laughs> after 22 records? And then sexual, like sexual Eruption came and I was like, oh, he's back. Yeah. But there was like a gap of 15 years there. <laughs> yeah. It, it was somebody else we, we said. I know Snoop was one of them. We was like, we love him, but he had some albums that we wish he would have just like kept. And uh, it was somebody else I think we mentioned. Did we say M? You said M. You just said but M. M. Yeah, M. But we've been through that. Yeah. Again, iconic artists, iconic rappers, legends. You know what's funny with someone that's been super consistent as far as putting out music. Wayne hasn't really run into that. There's been a dud or two that Wayne has had album wise. But Wayne. How many albums those, has Wayne put out though? A, like he's consistent with how much music. He's not one of those legends that only puts out an album every seven to ten years so mm -hmm. it's like all right you're not even leaving room for mistakes yeah but he Wayne... puts out constant music and if you look at his scale of albums of the great ones versus the duds mm -hmm. it's a very high percentage of great yeah which outside of drake jay who else would be on i mean dre doesn't count because he doesn't put out that much i'm thinking people put out music constantly mm -hmm. there's there's a very low list in that of legends that have full their discographies are is, great it's great yeah it's not it's not easy it's definitely not easy once you attain a certain level of success and you know you start living a different lifestyle it's hard to you know because it's it's like you almost in cruise control yeah you're not really going hard you're not really like that you know into because you're probably doing a whole bunch of other shit now into a different a lot of different businesses going on mm -hmm. and shit like that so the music suffers well, you know success I mean? success can alter your mind in a bad way. You Absolutely. get super comfortable and really feel like you're right. Mm -hmm. Like, look what I just did on these last three albums. Like, right. I got to be right on this one. And yeah. it's like, dog, take a second. Yeah, you see it all the time. They're like, I, this is what I do. I know what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, but things have changed. Mm. The sound have changed. What the, what the people want to hear is, is different now. What's going on in the world is different. Um, but yeah, was somebody else on that list we was talking about? But uh, either way, I don't know. Y'all ready to address that Chris Brown? Not all his albums hit or no? Not all of his albums hit? I've been on 
record saying, I'm not a big fan of Chris Brown's albums. None of his albums? No, of course he had, oh. look, Don't get it twisted. It's fucking Chris Brown. Still one of the best artists ever. But his albums don't match up to his artistry. Like hmm. the full albums. I, and I know I'm kind of in the minority on this. This is just my, my personal opinion. Right. I know everyone really loves Chris mm-hmm. Brown albums. <laughs> but if you go through a lot of them, there's a lot of fucking fillers. Like it doesn't match up to the icon that Chris Brown is. I feel like his actual albums like the way we talk about certain r&b artists you go this is that album this mm-hmm. is that direct one that we could go to i feel like chris has never made that album no nah, well which one was it was was it graffiti it's cool cool you didn't like i, I like it, it no I but graffiti it's... was more than cool oh that was a really good album yes it's cool <laughs> you, go, you go just double up he on the cool. cool. Like, how you just change the octave cool. on the cool? Hey, that's cool like, i mean don't listen, change the octave and i'm gonna sound like, like a hater because i really do like chris brown and he's he's a no, legend. I mean, we, we're talking about legends. I mean, so we you're, don't not, even being, have to say you're that. not being a hater. I think that you're being. I brought it up, so I'll take the heat for it. Um, let me pull this out. Chris Brown's a, he's a fucking legend. He's an icon. I mean, but you know, I mean, even Jordan missed some 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 fadeaways. Um, X X is a really really good album. X is good. X is fire. It's probably my favorite Chris Brown album. The first one was cool, but if you weren't in, this is a little if you too weren't young like in high school, yeah, it's it a little was, too young. Pop. First yeah, one was it was my young favorite. Pop, I was but I was, but y'all age. was, yeah, y'all were younger. Oh no, so, for yeah. sure, I'm, I'm his For age, me, so. it was like I was like, uh, he I, obviously he was talented. It was like Brandy's Full Moon album. Yeah, no, it was not like <laughs> Brandy's Full Moon album. It was nothing like Brandy's Full Moon album. No, definitely not. Brandy was young. Full Moon? Nah, Brandy was a grown woman at Full Moon, I believe. What's what was her first album that she was super young on? Brandy. Oh, Br- yeah. All right, I'm, I'm talking about Brandy then. Yeah. I don't know why I said Yeah, that. it was a couple albums before. Yeah, if I say Full Moon, she might have had yeah. a, a, her daughter already yeah. at Full Moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, like the ex- exclusive graffiti. Yeah, I guess there was joints on there. Fame was cool. Fortune was meh. Royalty had a few joints on it. Heartbreak of Full Moon, I just wish wasn't 10,000 songs. Yeah, that, that's. I know, it was that Indigo. They're both. They're both 10,000 songs. Yeah, and I, I can't, I could never, and that's, I guess, just on me. I'm not going to be able to get into an album that has a, that many songs. Yeah, I, just I can't don't have do the it. patience or time. Yeah, I can't do it. So, yeah, Chris Brown being in that list and that conversation with Michael and everyone that we put in that pop star shit, I agree. He's in that conversation. But if you go through his discography, the albums don't match the icon. Okay, I, agree. I could be a hater. Nah, it's not a hate. Love I mean, the music he makes. He got he has he definitely has some projects where you take a few records off that you like, and those are the ones you go back to. I mean, with crit, like it's not easy making a full project that's dope. Like that's well, another thing we got to speak to. Like it's not it's not an easy thing. That's why when it happens, like people need to talk about it and and praise it because it's not easy for artists to sit in the studio and just give you more than ten tracks that are just. You know what I mean? Dope. Like that's not an easy thing. I don't need more than ten. And but Me the way- <laughs> I hate when artists go crazy with 22, 20. I'm like, fam, I, I got shit to do. The game is on. But that's interesting with Chris Brown and how he works and how we've seen him work. He works more like a writer and a producer. Like I feel like when Michael went in to do Thriller or Bad or something, like they worked on one song for mm-hmm. like a month. Like we're only focused on this record. Mm-hmm. The way Chris works is like a writer. Like. Let's work on this record for 20 minutes. Then I'm going to go to another record. And I'm going to go to another record. I'm going to go, all right, we'll go back to that in a second. Mm -hmm. And he, and again, that's why we get these last two albums with 45 fucking records. Cause it's like, you really work like your Eric Bellinger Mm -hmm. where, yeah, I'm also a writer and I also do shit for other people and I'm also trying to make my own shit. And that's how Chris does it. And I don't think that strategy lends itself to 
classic albums mm. because you're always working on so much different stuff and you think certain parts are so dope like all right let's just keep that let's move on to the next one yeah it's hot but it's not really gonna go past the moment i mm-hmm. feel like and i think that's how chris works are we gonna have an honest conversation about silk sonic what's up i'm here what about it you think they held it too long they could have put that out right away yeah I like the I like the project, but I it, it's not it's not lasting as long as I thought it would in my rotation. I when I listened to it for the third time, I was like, I think I just need to see this live to really enjoy it. Oh no, that's, we don't even got to talk I, I about like, that that live. We already know what that's gonna look like. It, it was kind of like I fucked with Jesus when Jesus came out, but it wasn't something like I ran back to all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the show, and I was like, oh, I get the album now. Because yeah. it, it's something that needs to be performed. Mm-hmm. And I think with Silk Sonic, because it's so polished and so perfect, mm-hmm. I need to hear the show and hear actual live music at the moment that's not going to sound as polished. Yeah, I was listening to the album the other day, and I'm just like, is the music is great. The, the The vocals are great. The lyrics, everything. It's a great project. But it just feels like, it feels like go to commercial music after a while. Like, you know, you're watching an award show and the band comes on. I'm like, after the break, and then the band is just playing in the back. And mm-hmm. it's starting to feel like that. And I'm like, is it because we've had these records for so long, the ones that we love? Yeah. And then it's like, the new records are good, but it's like kind of like, uh, they could have put this out like right, like a month after we heard the, the records that we love, like yeah. the first two singles. It reminded me of, um, what's the Childish Gambino album? Not the one that kind of came out, the one before that. <laughs> Um, what's the name of that? Awaken movie? My Love. Awaken My Love, which I do really like that album, but when he put out um, Redbone, mm-hmm. we was like, oh, oh, I, this is it. Something is coming. Yeah. And not to say that Awaken My Love, it's a great album to just throw on. There, there is no skips. It's one of those you just mm-hmm. play. I did feel like after you gave us Redbone, you could have just put that project out. Yeah. Like we were anticipating like this was about to change the world. <laughs> and yeah. it was great, but it just was. All right. It was like we were we you were holding it and I, the the suspense was building and the anticipation was building and then we got it and we were like okay I mean it was, it was good good project but we could have yeah. got this kind of we could have got this earlier and that's I guess that does kind of suck the catch twenty two of having an amazing single mm-hmm. like you have to build all right fuck what is coming and it's mm-hmm. like damn I only put that out as a single because I didn't have anything else yeah <laughs> three amazing singles came off of that which one. Uh, the Silk Sonic he had oh, yeah, no. leave the door open the, yeah, the, 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 skate right. and um, smoking out the window yeah I mean it's it's still it's I don't want it it's a good album it's a really good album but it doesn't it doesn't last it doesn't last as long as I thought like I don't want to keep listening to it mm. I finally watched True Story okay so now I'm pretty sure all of our listeners have watched it by now if they haven't then too bad I can't get past the fourth episode Really? True stories with Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. If you don't know, it's on Netflix. How could you not get past the fourth episode? Because this is very predictable. Um, I will say, and we're, this is spoiler alerts, I did guess the moment Wesley Snipes came in and said, the girl is dead, I said, Wesley Snipes is in on this. Yeah, because like, how, that was how the obvious. she did? How? Yeah. That was the most obvious. It's like, whoever, if, I'm, if my man's fucked a girl, I'm not going to walk in the room and check her pulse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not... And, and that was say, another said thing. the Oxy, the big kind. Yeah, but that, <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. What I didn't understand with that either was, I was telling my homeboy, I'm like, if I'm a celebrity mm. and I go back to my hotel room with a 
to call it what it is, a groupie. And we have sex or we don't have sex. Whatever. Uh, a woman that is very passionate about your craft. That too. Um, if I wake up in the morning and she's next to me dead and I know I didn't kill her, like I'm calling the police. Immediately. I'm not I don't care about my public image. Oh, he had a woman in his bed. That was fuck all of that, fan. This is a body in here. <laughs> I thought all right, so when they had that conversation, Kevin and Wesley Snipes of yo, I should I should call, I should report it. He's like, but that brings the cops. And Kevin was like, Yeah, I know. Fuck. I didn't think about that. I'm like, what's wrong with the cops right now? <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I was saying. I and, was like, and I thought right. they were gonna reveal later, like Kevin had some crazy warrant or like mm-hmm. his brother had something like that was never addressed. Like, why couldn't you just call the cops? I thought when this I first bitch saw overdosed in my bed, what right, you want from me? Exactly. <laughs> when I when I first saw the trailer for that, what I thought was gonna happen was I thought that Kevin Hart would have n- now become a celebrity and in his earlier life, him and him and his brother killed somebody. Yeah, okay. and like you know what I mean, and like it kind of like was coming back to them now that he's a celebrity. They found a body or whatever. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna go the way it went. Like, yo, there's a girl in the hotel room with him, and she's dead. Mm. I didn't think it was gonna go that way, but it was interesting. Uh, I was mad at the end. He turned into Jason Bourne and killed two dudes with a headshot. Yo, with two consecutive. That shots. was the craziest was thing like, I've ever seen in my entire I life. Said, uh, we've and, never seen him on a gun range. We don't know. Like, is he has tactical training? Like, what is this? You shot a gun before? Absolutely. Carl, have you shot a gun before? Yeah. Damaris, have you shot a gun before? No. Just know that hitting, don't. killing two people like that—that's <laughs> not happening. It don't happen like that. A, I don't think a Navy SEAL is yeah, doing no, that. Yeah, no headshots too. Headshots back to back. <laughs> I'm like yo. I'm like, all right, man. Like, it was what's happening here. Like, I thought the 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 bodyguard was gonna get up and then like start yeah, running yeah. back down the hall, and then That's I thought I, it would have ended like that. I didn't think Kev was gonna be the guy to take out the two dudes that was chasing. It was just it, it with, was like come with on, that man. ending when his bodyguard did extort him at the end, one of six million. How calm he was. I was like, yo, if Kevin Hart murders his bodyguard right now, I. I have to shit on the show as much as I liked it because I thought that was coming. Yeah. He was so calm. I was like, all right, is he about to murder this guy in front of the news? <laughs> and then when Kev killed the, the dude that was trying to, the uh, the, the cleaner, yes. the guy that was getting rid of the body, he choked him out with a USB cord, fam. <laughs> That big ass dude, Kevin Hart is Arrest- five one, <laughs> one hundred and forty seven pounds. I was like, and then seeing Kevin is like, oh! I was like, yo, it's hard not to listen. I love the fact no. that Kev is playing in the drama. Hold on. I love that. I like this this show. Yeah, I like. No, it. no, I enjoyed the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, That's absolutely. a fucking great show. I I recommend it to everybody. But because it's Kev, you got to find the shit to pick apart and just laugh at. Because it's Kevin Hart. But I think people, I really feel like now with with how shows are digested and get people to talk about it. I really think they intentionally put dumb shit in scripts for us to talk about it this way. Because I oh, really sure. enjoyed that show, but I'm sitting there picking it apart while I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been the intention. Yeah. Because they read that script like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it, but I, I like the fact that, first of all, I think Wesley Snipes did a great job. He did. Like, he, he was dope in that. Um, but I like the fact that Kev is is uh, is trying to get himself out of that comedic box. Mm. And, and you know, he kind of painted himself in the corner where he's all of his movies are comedic. And he's the same silly role and right. he's the silly guy but, and this it. one was more drama more serious but even in that it's still Kevin Hart so you gotta kinda laugh at certain shit like I think Kevin Hart knew him killing those two dudes at the end with two consecutive headshots people were gonna be like alright fam like what are we doing like <laughs> what's happening right now like that does it does not happen like that <sighs> But it was, like you said, good show. Damaris, I'm sorry you didn't make it past episode four. You I should. just want to know, 
the girl wasn't on it, right? Yeah, she was alive. Okay, that's I figured. Alive. I figured. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't finish watching yeah, it. Yeah, she was in like, on it. I, she was in on it. Yeah. What's what's her name? What's her IG? Nah, she was fire. Yeah, she was. She cool. could drug me and extort me if she wants. She, she could extort you without the drugs. <laughs> Damn, that's how you feel about the guy. That's that's, that's a bad bitch. Yeah. She can have it all. <laughs> <laughs> she might she be able cute. to. She might be able to get some. Uh, when is P Valley coming back on? Uh, I think soon. They they announced it. I think they finished. Uh, it was a really good show. I think January next year. January. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so I got time to binge Emily in Paris too, and then oh, get Jesus right into P Valley. Did I admit on air that I I followed and unfollowed uh, Mi Crooked Letter? Why'd you unfollow? Well, I have a big crush on her, which I've talked about for a long time. Mm-hmm. And my Crooked Letter, like that's. That's the one right there. She's beautiful. So I, f- I followed her. Shannon Thornton. And like, I maybe, you know, I a couple likes there. Maybe a little LOL comment. Like, yo, see this blue check? Follow me. Mm-hmm. No follows. No follows? Yeah. I gave it like a week too. Now you got to keep fighting. I even went to the stories and even was like, ha ha ha. And like, she wasn't doing anything. You answered some of the surveys she put <laughs> up? 100%. Yeah. You got to keep fighting though. I don't know. I, think I she... still follow her. She doesn't follow me. Think she got a man? I would assume so. It's almost, it, I think it's almost impossible for a woman that's successful and beautiful to like really, really fully be seen. There's always somebody. I think the opposite. It's the exact opposite. I think the complete opposite. What? I think women. No way. I think it's women always like a that, nigga somewhere. somewhere. But Y'all tripping Oh, no, no, for sure. There's, there's always a Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, she, I'm not saying she's in a committed relationship, but there's somebody she's like, he's the one, but he ain't, I'm just, I'm mad at him away from him to get his shit together. Like, it's always something like that. Ma, but you I think, really think of women like that? I know women like that. Even what I think, I'm not thinking. I'm telling you, I know plenty of successful, busy. Just how you are too busy sometimes to be in a relationship. Only too busy for relationship. No, I'm not saying. I'm no. I'm not saying she's not. I'm saying she has somebody though. That's like she's not going to really let somebody else too far in because she already has the person that she figures she wants to be with. But they just going through their little. You know what I mean? Like they going through their thing right now. So she's not. She'll entertain. She'll go on a date, but. She ain't gonna let nobody in for real. Like she ain't gonna let nobody get too close to her. Like a beautiful woman that's successful. If she's single, like if she's saying I'm single, she's single. But there's somebody she's waiting to, for them to get their shit together. Like yo, I'm mad at him. I'm not fucking with him right now. But when he come around, it's dead for everybody. Well, I think all all really successful busy women have just that like dick in a glass box like mm-hmm. break when I need it. Because women don't want to up the numbers. And they they, they, they need to get their shit off too. Yeah, they recycle Because they're human at the end of the day and they have that one guy that they know, you know, they could call at any time, mm-hmm. get fucked and then I could go about my busy day. Yeah, they could just That's, use But that guy is always there for a really yeah. busy woman. Have you ever been that guy? Of course. Tell my favorite guy, to, favorite guy to be. You want to cry? No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I've uh, helped with her success. Okay. As long as you don't want to cry, I, th- I think I'm I'm the stress reliever. I've been that a lot. You seem like the type that would. be Oh that guy. man, I'm de- I'm definitely that guy. You're definitely a four. Because I'm a gr- I'm a good listener. No, I've noticed not. that about you're me. Not I'm, really, I, you're really not. No, I listen good. I talk to you all the time. You're not. A no, good I listen good. I just you don't like the advice I give. <laughs> you're not a good but, listener. But I listen good. I hear everything. I'm like, oh, okay, shake it off. Like, what do you want me to tell you? You want me to sit here and cry with you? No, I'm not gonna do that. But the successful woman, I feel like, doesn't, in my experience. Doesn't really vent like that. They got a schedule to keep. Like, are we fucking? They bury themselves in their work. Yeah, I'm gonna come through. Fuck, I can't stay the night. I got mm-hmm. an early meeting, which is great. Well, I'm a cuddler, but mm-hmm. they're usually not even there for the vent. Yeah. Like sometimes, if if you're, because I've been that guy when I wasn't 
super successful. I was still coming up at the time and I was just broke and broke dick is great. I can drop anything at any time and come fuck you while Mm -hmm. you're being successful. Mm -hmm. Then I've been that as a successful person. They'll talk about, you know, the uh, stress of what success brings and all the shit that I do. But they're not really there to vent. They're there to fuck. Yeah. They'll even tell me about the guys they're dating. Like, "Ah, I can't do it. He doesn't understand my life. He doesn't, Mm -hmm. he he feel like he's the woman. He's always asking for shit. Mm -hmm. I'll get those conversations, but they're just there to fuck. Does it hurt when you wake up and a woman already left the hotel after a night of passionate lovemaking? It does. It stings. Yeah, it does. That's why I I stopped doing it when it happened to me. Yeah. Men need to be hurt more so we know what we're doing to women. When these things happen to me, I look back like, damn, I did that a lot. I'm an asshole. Sometimes <laughs> this, you gotta, this stings a little bit. But sometimes you got to laugh at it. Like if a woman leaves before you wake up, like you got to, sometimes you got to laugh because like, oh, she got that off. But did she kiss my forehead like on her oh, way God, out? No, I hope not. <laughs> you are such a bitch if you let her kiss your forehead. I was asleep. <laughs> I don't know. On the walk out? I was asleep. I don't know. I can't, I can't control my forehead when I'm asleep. Yeah, sometimes I've been so asleep and I wake up and it's like, yo, I don't even remember. Like I didn't hear her walk out at all. Like, you grab your phone and start texting, like, yo, are you okay? Like, yeah, I left. You were sleeping. You were snoring. I didn't want to wake you. You know what's the ill shit? When the successful chick goes to your hotel and she pays the valet. Like, you look at your bill and there's no $40 valet. She paid it? She's like, like you got fucked, bro. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's it. Well, then that girl told me, y'all heard you be get, my friend be fucking on you? <laughs> I looked at her like she was crazy. I was like, excuse me? That's how I know I'm getting older. Wait, where like, are we at again? A woman said something. I'm like, excuse me? Like, oh wait, when oh the night I was asked uh, if I ever had an abortion. Yeah, yeah she was, it was the on same a, girl. The same girl, like she was on a. Did we never talk about that on the mic? I think we did. No, a we did. Bit. Okay. We talked about it. Part parts of it. You did friend, you ever decide? All right, my well, let's friend follow be up. fucking on you. I was like, excuse me, nobody is fucking on me. Did you find out who the friend was? Yeah, that had been fucking on you. No, she <laughs> she wasn't fucking. That was on giving me. you that crazy stroke. No, man, no, nah, I didn't hey, like yo. that. I didn't like that shit at all. The women, I looked at. I felt some type of way when you said that. I was like, excuse me. Oh, the whole room stopped. Yeah, I was like fucking on me. I was like, first of all, no, no woman is fucking on me. First of all, ah. that's not. We're not doing that. Why I not? does the fucking? Oh God, I do. I can show you the tape. Masculine energy. Yeah, I don't even want me to. I'll man. show you the tape. I don't want to see the tape. Bro. <laughs> I'll show you the video if you want to see it. But um, can, yeah. can we unnormalize friends showing friends sex tapes without asking? I don't do that. I know you don't. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't do, do that shit. either. No, that's Carl, Carl and I have a friend that does that. Or did that all the Ew. time, and I used to hate that shit. Like he would legitimately, listen. I got a deep legitimately just th- in the morning, just throw his phone in my face of him. Fuck, I'm like, I don't want to see this. I got a deep ex- explanation for dudes that do that. I, I don't know if we're ready for that conversation. Let's have the conversation. I think dudes that do that is low key, like look at my dick. Not oh. not look at my dick, but they might be low key look trying to validate the fact that they have sex with women. Okay, yeah, also, I never thought this person was yeah. sus or anything, but I just thought no, not that. It's just I like, just thought they were insecure and were trying to find validation through having sex with strangers. Yeah, but, it's like, fam, we every we all have sex. Like, I don't need you to like keep showing me your sex tapes. And on so like, I'm 31. I've seen a fat ass before. Yeah, like I, I don't need to show you fucking from the back. It's just weird, man. I've I've never been into that. I'm like, fam, you ain't got to do that. Like, I got a homie in a group chat that he he sends videos of like girls naked all the time that he's with and I'm like that's, that's also like not well I guess it's not illegal but that's also some creepy shit dog yeah. like that woman even if she consented to not tape, sex tapes but tape, like they'll right, be in the bed naked but even yeah all right, if you consent to having a sex tape with me you're not consenting to the world seeing it like mm-hmm. if I film a girl and I having sex she's not also saying hey you can show your friends this <laughs> right like that's not cool right that's some nasty shit to me y'all calling y'all friends out when they do it 
Yes. Yeah, I do. I do. No, like, I definitely fam, do. What's wrong with you? Like I always said, I'm like, yo, stop, nigga. Why you keep? Why you? Why do you keep doing that? Carl can attest every time. Yo, stop showing me this shit. Yeah, like, like I don't want. Stop I don't, doing this. I, I don't care to see shit like that. Like honestly, I, I've never. But I never have. Like I never was into like looking at the homies having sex. Like, did Peyton Full start that? Peyton Full. Did Peyton? Is, is that where we can pinpoint where? No, people guys have been doing that for a while. I'm saying, but after Peyton Full, phones became more accessible. Mm-hmm. Of course, showing sex tapes has been a thing forever. Yeah. But I feel like after Peyton Full, phones then hit, and then it was like everybody thought they was Rico. Yeah, because now you, you can you had a camera now. Yeah. At all times, <laughs> it's just weird. It's just a weird thing. But rec- having having somebody send like sex videos of like the the thing that I don't like is if I know the girl. That's when I don't like it. Like, I really don't like that. I'm like, come on, Phil. I know her. Well, that's really weird. That, that's the friend what I'm saying. Like, I was talking about has never shown me a girl that, that we knew. It would always be like just some random chick. Yeah. That, I'd feel really uncomfortable. That's with. what I'm saying. Like, I, that I don't like. I'm like, come on. I know her. Like, she's cool. Oh, I man. I, maybe yeah, I... Yeah, like, she's cool. That's the homie. Maybe way. I have a fucking... Maybe I do have snitch blood. I feel like I would have to tell her. Nah, I can't do that. That's no, <laughs> see Rory see, go crazy. No, see, and <laughs> he no, going crazy. No, that's my no. homegirl. And Rory, and I, I agree and with I know you. somebody running around nah. showing your sex tape. I, I gotta tell you. you. No, if, if you don't you. know, if you don't know the dude, like if you and the dude ain't cool, then I could. If you and Shorty is cooler right, than you and the dude, I, then if I, I had do. that conversation with him. Yo, come on, like don't do that. We like we know her. Like that's Whoa. relax. And then he continues to do it. Nah, she gotta know that he's running around showing her fucking sex tape. I, I just oh, I can't man I can't I can't do that I can't I can't subscribe to that like if anything I can't tell her yo homie is showing me y'all say I can't do that I, me I can't do that and I know what you said Damaris it's fucked up but I just can't because it's like it's just man shit that you just don't mm-hmm. and a lot of man shit into. has led to a lot of toxic ass fuck oh, up for sure. shit oh no for a lot, sure. a lot of y'all are man when y'all man is wrong y'all need to oh no I call him out aid them and I call him out but I I don't know if I'm running the show I'm not running her. like if I'm, the, I can't if she's your home girl right if she's your home girl even if, if he continues with it after I say oh come on what you doing and and I find out he's still showing people that and that's like my home girl for real yes yo your man that you fucking is running around showing your sex tape to everybody. Yes, I gotta say that, cause that's corny. I don't know, man. I, can't, I don't know if I can subscribe to that, man. I don't like when girls do it. I I know girls that have sent shit around where I'm like, what you doing? Like, you just gonna send that to anybody? You don't know who these people know. Yeah, but I just I don't know if I could I could uh, if I could be the one to just tell her that this dude is doing that. I just something about that. I gotta think more into that. Something about that off top just doesn't feel right though. Like I don't feel like that's my place almost. You know uh, I mean? so like, as a friend though I mean I'm telling him to stop doing that like yo stop doing stop showing okay. people that let's, 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 like, going right. to her and saying say, yo he's showing I don't know let's, if I could do let's, that let's I just dive into to our shitty man code mm-hmm. and the contradictions there's a lot of shitty man code by right, the way let's, let's say let's say you're, you're cool with your dude's girl y'all are really close that's your home girl whatever mm-hmm. you out and you catch her I don't making out with a dude at I've a been club there. or like a, a, I've been there. Are you gonna go tell your man? I did that. Of course they, you are. So they, why is it different if a dude running around with your homegirl sex tape nah, showing it to people? Why you can't run to her it, and tell it, her what's going on? It's different because it's it's different because they're obviously having sex. She obviously knows he's recording. That's their thing. Um, now if it was something like he had a, a camera hidden somewhere, and I felt like she didn't know she was being recorded, that's different. Why is it different? Then I might have to tell her like, yo, like. 
Be careful with the dudes you going to see. But like, I'm, they got cameras. Like, you know what I mean? Your, your ass is out here. Niggas are seeing your ass. Like, if me, and, if me and her agree to make a sex tape, she's not agreeing for me to show it to no, her. No, absolutely. <laughs> dude, which is why I said I check him all the time. I check the dude all the time. I don't know if I could run to the girl. If he could like, yo, that he's showing shit. your sex tape. I don't know if I could do that. I'll check him every time. I do it, I do it now. I'm like, yo, fam, stop. Like, why are you mm. doing that? That's corny. That's corny, first of all. Yes, you're a grown man. You have sex. Like, you don't have to prove to me that you have sex. Like, I know, uh, I would assume yeah. that you do have sex. But to go to the woman to do it, I don't know. Now, I've been in a Proving situation. That you have sex is mad funny. It's just crazy <laughs> as fuck. And it's awkward. It's like, yo, all right. This, that's one of the, the most natural things a human can do. Mm. Now, I've been in a situation where, like I said before, I've seen my homeboy's uh, uh, girl out and she was kissing another dude. And I called him and told him. And snitch. He mm -hmm. and he stopped talking to me. He <laughs> cut me off because he can't fuck. He rats. cut me off. <laughs> he cut he me off. Stand it. He can't she fuck stopped rats. talking to me. They still together, have kids. Like, and I don't. We don't speak at all anymore. And we grew up together. If only. And I'm like, fam. I saw your girl tonguing a nigga down in the club, like tongue kissing in the club. And I'm telling you, like, your wifey moving crazy out here. Like, she in the club with a whole another dude kissing. And he like word. Nah, word. It was her. I said, fam, it's her. Like, you think I, come on. Like, yes. And that was the last time I spoke to him. Because you was the dude. No, I, come on. You know, <laughs> I, don't, you know, you know I don't move like that. You know I don't move. I'm not kissing the homies. I girl. mean, if only we had Wack 100 here to tell us if this was snitching or not. If only. But we don't. Because, yes, so we he, have to have to come to our own the, conclusion. The 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 uh, encyclopedia of what snitching is for sure. When Tonight, I'm going to go in Clubhouse and I'm going to find out if this is Jesus ratting. Oh, he in there right now talking about he want to get out. You know that's what Wack do as soon as he get in club. I want to get out. <laughs> what? On Clubhouse, you want to get out? Like yeah. it's crazy. Um, but yeah, nah, I, I, it's it's certain man code shit that you know we got to start addressing and, and and getting rid of because a lot of it is toxic. But I'm, I'm not ready to come off of that hill yet. I, I don't know if I could tell the girl. I'm still like, I'm know. still subscribed to man code. It's in my fucking DNA. But there's a lot of bullshit in man code that we got to stop doing. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of men do a lot of shit knowing that they're not going to have any repercussions for it. A lot of shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a lot of sucker shit going on out here. I'm I'll be the first to agree with it. Um, but you know, again, it's like what can I can only do my part. I can only check my homies. I can't run around checking anybody else. I mean, don't think it's not your place. Till some shit happen and then it becomes your place. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> That's true too. And women have. See, I always get mad when I see women giving corny niggas pussy, and like giving bitch That's ass niggas pussy. Gonna happen forever, man. Yeah, That's but I get mad at it because I'm like, it's kind of like you. If these niggas felt like they could keep doing what they're doing and they still gonna get pussy, like if they stop getting pussy, maybe they'll change their ways. Like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like. How y'all rewarding this 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 dude? He's doing that because it's working. He's before. a suck exactly. Like he's a sucker. He's a cornball. Y'all know it. Y'all women have spoken about it, but then y'all continue to like. Well, you're leaving out the fact that women can also be suckers and cornballs. True. Yeah. So just because she looks amazing, no, and she I'll, gives some sucker pussy. She also could be a sucker. Like oh, just because she looks good, don't mean she's some stand up woman. Oh no no no. We, like she could we still know that. be with the that fuck corny know. shit. That we know. But it's it's like you still it's like. I just, I don't know. Women to me, it's just like I put more like, because it's, at the end of the day, what what does every guy want to be successful for? Not just financial. Like you hope Y'all want to impress you. each other. That's what y'all want to do. Who? Men. I don't care. I don't care what niggas think about me. Uh, but, but you are not, you may be an exception to the rule. A lot of these dudes are out here. Oh, yeah. 
legitimately just to impress. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't the other men that, that yeah, are around. That's just weird to me. I literally don't care what other men think about me. Yeah, but I'm telling you, that's like the standard now. No, I, I know I, that. I feel like I no, trust I feel me. Like, I know no, that. You know what's funny? I feel like because pussy has become so accessible and so given away so easy, that men went from <laughs> this is gonna be a sick theory, but I, I do believe this. With IG and everything, pussy became so easy to get. You can legitimately, this is all consensual for all you weirdos, you can legitimately DM, DM a chick and fuck her that day. Yeah, it's happened. It's, mm -hmm. it's become, pussy is very easy to get at mm -hmm. this point. For everyone, not no celeb, everyone on earth, it's easy to get. Mm -hmm. They stopped trying to impress women. Because mm -hmm. it's fucking really easy. That's why I think all these dudes out here trying to impress other dudes. Like the the bar is so fucking low. It's like, well, let me find someone to validate me. <laughs> That's just weird, man. It's super weird. Money. I, I'm not agreeing weird. with. I'm just telling you what I've observed. Yeah. I don't particularly care what men think about me at all, right? Or people, period. Mm -hmm. The people I care about, I care about what they think, men and women. Mm -hmm. But I don't really care. I don't put anything publicly out there that's super successful. I so just, I don't care. But I I observe. Men, especially out at parties and shit, like I'll see men meet strange men and like become bros in the club, and it's like it's like the way like the way yeah, you used happens. to the way you used to pick a chick up, like you know, like you'd put on you know you put on your your cologne, your, your shit. Like I'm saying that <laughs> like all, that person. That's all ah, men do is cologne. You know, we put on your Lacoste. Yeah, that's it. Put on some cologne and we good. Some cool water. Yeah. Um, like the way you you would turn on that personality out at a party, a bar, a club, wherever the fuck you you do social shit, for a girl that you just met, like where y'all pretend to like like each other and meet each other, like I see men do that with men now, not to sleep with, not on like some gay shit, mm -hmm. like they legitimately are meeting friends in the club. It's yeah. fucking weird to me. Yeah, that goes back to you know we was talking about a while ago when I'm in the club or I'm around women, I cater to them, but that's who I'm here for. That's I'm here to, to talk to the women. They're catering to, to the, the fellas. Yeah, the like I'm here to meet the women. Like I'm not about to be pouring the homies no Patron shots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm making sure the women are good because that's how I was introduced person. to the club scene. Mm. Before they, everybody was VIP table, it was literally like a big club with everybody just mixing and mingling together and before, the bar was where you got the drinks from. Before you and your family ruined it. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> so you had to go find the girls. Yeah. Walk through the club. Where the cute girls at, the groups of girls that just, you know, they, it's like, yo, come over here with us. We got drinks. So I'm programmed that way. Now it's like dudes be wrestling and shoulder bumping with each other to get next to each other. Yeah, of course. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what that's about because I wasn't introduced to the party scene and the club scene doing that. So that's foreign to me. Like, that's why I don't like to go out because it's just a whole different world. Like, I don't understand the rules now. Like, is it, is it tricking if I pour drinks for a girl? Well, I mean, I've seen in Chicago, you went. I mean, I mean but it was it was pretty were, women around and they, they were just sitting on the couch. You were like Tom like, Cruise and cocktail. Like you were. Yeah, but you, you know. You went a little OD with it. I'm just saying like you have to. But that's how I was raised. Oh, no, they Make like sure it. the women are having hating. a good time. Make sure the women are taken care of. Make sure they get home safe. That's just the way I was. You know what I mean? But also with my theory. Pussy is given because you know somebody. So I think that's mean? also all right. So I think a lot of guys will go try to do the fake bro friend thing at parties or on Instagram because I've seen women give pussy to guys because they know another guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, you cool with him? Or like you on your Instagram doing some weird shit with French Montana and it's like, oh shit, 
because the bar is so low, and I'm not saying all women are like this, trust mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But because there is that one tier of women that it's so accessible that if you just next to somebody, they think you somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they don't care if you somebody. You just next to somebody. And if I got pussy off knowing another dude, I don't even know if I get my dick hard. Well, that's the weirdest that's, thing on earth. <laughs> I was about to say now it's, you know, guys go after girls based off of the the dudes she's been with. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a lot of these rappers Ugh. and ball players like sleeping with the same women. It's like it goes from, yo, that's so-and-so's ex. So she used to fuck with so-and-so. And it's like, so that is like making you want to talk to her because she used to talk to this other dude. And it's kind of sort of like, you know, men and their egos, they feel like, oh, if she fucked with this dude and he's super successful and famous and I fuck with it and I got to kind of sort of be on the same level. Like My ego works the complete opposite of that. <laughs> me as well. Like, I don't look at it that if way. If everybody but, had that, no, my ego doesn't want it. <laughs> no, I, I try to... I, to me, I still love the fact of finding, like, again, I was always taught to have the girl that nobody knew. Like, when you brought a girl around and the fellas didn't know it, that means you you won. Because it was like, yo, who, where's she from? She got yeah. friends. She got, it turned into that. Now, it's, she was just with the homie, like, last month. She was just with your your homeboy three three years ago. Like You can click mutual friends right on IG. You can see right there. It's, it's just <laughs> weird, man. I don't know if it's because, you know, the world has gotten smaller due to social media and everybody being in each other's business. But it's just like a weird like thing out here now, which is like I don't I don't I don't even understand what's going on. It's I don't know. That's why I mind my business and just go to Ludlow House with you and Damaris on my weekends. <laughs> See, keep it safe. <laughs> keep it safe right there, in Ludlow. This is a good segue into uh to new music though. Is there any new music? Now I will be honest, Rory. I came here early and I told you I'm kind of nervous about this Rose album coming Friday. I am too. Um, it's the first time I've been nervous for a Ross album, a, a Ross release, only because um, it just feels so different from the other releases and albums. It's almost like it came out of nowhere. Um, the track list didn't really like, you know, do anything for me. It's what, just Dream Doll is the only feature, I think? Uh, no, there's more than just Dream Doll on that well, what, what are the other, did he post on his, uh, on his the IG? Dream, Dream Doll. Uh, a lot of, so he did a lot of dreaming. A lot of dreaming. Um, I think ben, Benny's on there. Okay, got a dream with Benny on there. Uh, uh, what's, what's Rick Ross's Instagram? I'm sure you follow him. Rich I'm sure Trevor. he's in your close friends. Is Rick Ross in your close friends? No, I don't have a close friends. I was about to say if you have a close friends, I, don't I would feel a way because I've never seen you post close friends. I, I mean, I wouldn't be in the close, close friends. Yeah, no, I don't have a close friends. My close friends been popping lately. Has it? You know what my issue with Instagram is? Anytime I want to go search oh, something. I get distracted by what's on my explore page, and I, right, and, and I don't right. and I don't go what I was gonna go search for. Scrolling. I just clicked it. Oh, all right, she's right here. Who is that? Um, okay, so richer than I ever been. Rick Ross's new album's out December tenth. Uh, the track list: uh, Little Havana featuring Willie Falcone in the Dream. Um, but we should, we got that record though already, right? Yes. That you know what scares me? That we already have the intro to a Ross album. And I don't particularly care for it because I love a Ross intro. Yeah. Apple in my eyes, one of my favorite Ross records ever. And that's saying something. Um, I don't know why this he it's it's like a weird way he's doing this track listen thing on this page. Rapper Estates with Benny the Butcher. Okay. Just say the features. We don't have to go Warm Words in a title. Cold World with Wale and Future. Okay. Wiggle with Dream Doll, Can't Be Broke with Youngin, Ace and Major Nine. Made it out alive with Blast, Outlaws with Jasmine Sullivan and Twenty One Savage. 
that's almost every song on the album has a <clears throat> a feature. Um, Ross and Blast, I'm I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I think that's a re- a really good pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great pairing. Shit, I would put Blast on a fucking Maybach Music Seven. He would be great for that. Um, listen, man, I you know what Ross is on my favorite rappers list. Um, this like COs. This 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 project just I'm scared. Who knows? It could be ill. He's not whoring it out with like all of A list name shit. That that could actually be a good sign. No, it's not the it's not the featuring. It just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel like a Ross album. It doesn't it's, feel like he cares. Yeah. It's like it doesn't <laughs> it's not that cinematic feel like where it's like a movie is coming. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't feel that. I feel it's it's just like he announced ah, oh, he's putting out an album. And it's like, but it don't feel like an album is coming. I mean, back to the our icons, and you could debate if you think Ross is an icon or not. I'm not going to debate it with you, but you can. He's older, man. He's the other ventures. I don't know if, if the rollout is his main focus anymore. Like, I've made music that I like, yeah. and I'm just going to put it out. But I don't need the rollout. You don't got to roll. Think, I'm not the rollout guy. But I, you got to at least... I have to be looking forward to this music. I have to be, like, anticipating this music. You can tell in a rollout when an artist really likes their album. Yeah. You can tell when they know they got a, like, a, yo, yeah, this yeah. is going to be crazy. This one kind of feels like, I don't know what his 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 deal, what his business dealings are. Mm-hmm. This kind of feels like he just owes a, a project and he's trying to get get it out the way. I can see that. Type of thing. Like, it feels like that. Again, I don't know. To what, Epic after Death yeah, Jam? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. But it's just, it doesn't feel like a Ross album. It, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't give me that feel. Now, I'm hoping I'm totally wrong and I'm hoping this is one of his best projects. But it just, the feeling I have before the album coming out Friday, I just don't, it's not the same. I mean, we, we shall see. Yeah, I got I got pump faked by by Brent. I thought Brent Fayas was putting out a whole album another, on December third. Lucy, no, I think it's a single. I, I think we're actually leading up to an album because uh, I believe the Dream was involved in this record as well. They posted a photo together. I think, yeah, Dream co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then SZA also put out, I guess you'll call it a single as well on the same day. Yeah, and I I'm only comparing the two because it's just showing the maturity of men and the toxicity of women was on display on Friday, at least in my my eyes. Mm-hmm. We've known Brent to have some toxic lyrics. He just Absolutely. harmonizes them better than Future. Absolutely. So they sound like they're beautiful, but he's really saying some toxic shit. Some crazy shit, yeah. Brent put out an extremely healthy, self-aware, transparent huh. record to a woman. Mm-hmm. SZA, on the other hand, put out an extremely toxic record mm-hmm. I love this scissor record do you love Toxic I do what is Britney Spears Toxic rank on your uh, list of favorite songs I think she's an innovator because she brought the word into the culture but no one used it for like 10 years and congrats <laughs> like to I Britney. forgot that, that that was a record she's um she was released out of her that crazy contract she had where her father controlled mm-hmm. her yeah. entire yeah so congrats to uh, Britney, no, Britney Spears sure. on that I was about to say Britney Renner but uh, congrats to Brittany Renner too. Congrats to Brittany Renner. Yeah, she gave. What did she go on a press run for? I don't know if she went on a press run, but she, uh, De- Coach Deion Sanders, uh, invited her to talk to uh, the, the football team. Uh, I know Jackson, Jackson State, right? I know everyone kind of clowned that, <clears throat> but I think that was one of the better moves a coach has ever made. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think it's <laughs> it should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, like, and it's um, like y'all need to know how to deal with hoes. 
<laughs> and and it's it's dope coming from a guy who was so flashy and in that lifestyle as Deion Sanders. I thought that was the the fly part about it. Like this is Deion Sanders bringing in uh, a woman who he knows his players probably follow on social media, who mm-hmm. they probably have aspirations of dating and things like that. And to bring her in so she can talk to them and you know give them insight on listen, to watch out for these type of women. People had their mixed reviews about Britney Renner doing it, but to me, it was just like, wait, what? Well, that's, some people were saying like, she just was on there talking about uh, how she was, you know, looking. It was it was stepdaddy season, and she was looking for a stepdaddy and all of this, and she was at a game looking for her next potential victim. Or that's whatever. what the fuck these kids need to hear. I agree with you, Rory. I'm just saying some people killed her for that because they were like, she was just saying all of this, and now she's trying to. Tell men what to watch out for, and it was just like what a selfless act. <laughs> yeah, I thought she no, was like, a hero. No, that's, like, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think I'm sure some of these hoes are mad at, at Britney Renner. Like, what you yeah, going she, down there with? She fucking the bag with our new, yeah. our new crop of recruits. <laughs> 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 yeah, like I, yeah, like no, we trying to get over on them. Yeah, I thought that was dope though. So shout out to Deion Sanders, shout out to Britney Renner and Britney Spears. But um, back and, to what you were saying about SZA and the Toxic record. Um, all right, so SZA, I love this record. I hate you. When I saw the title. I knew SZA was you know, coming. You know what was happening. Because SZA... If when I saw SZA, the artwork, I was like, oh, I see it. If SZA's coming with that type of title, we know what time it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. But it did show just how toxic women are. hmm She started the record with, I'm sick of y'all, y'all so contradicting. Okay. I can understand that. hmm The entire chorus of I Hate You is a contradiction. <laughs> how you start a record with I hate y'all y'all are so contradictive mm-hmm. if that's even a word contradicting mm-hmm. and then your chorus is I've been up heavy reminiscing heavy on the missing on you wish shit was different than what it was I've been up baby lost in the lives of us lost finding us she misses the dude clearly Yeah. and then from the pre-chorus we get into the chorus of yo I hate you mm-hmm what she's really saying, Rory, is she hates the fact that she loves this man so much and she can't stop thinking about him. She wish she could get over him, but she can't. Um, okay. Now, she said this in the song. Mm-hmm. Now, I know those text messages were the contradictive shit. Absolutely. She's saying how much she loves this dude, wants to be with this dude. Mm-hmm. And I know all she did was curse him out via text. And now he's listening to this shit like, wait, what do you want? Do you hate me mm-hmm. or do you want me? Right. So the nerve of SZA to say y'all is y'all are contradicting yourself. No, no. What's her full name? Solana. Solana, you're the contradictor. I just listen. I a, a friend of mine that I follow. She posted something that I thought was really interesting. She said, "Toxic mothers are just as bad." As absent fathers. Agree. But, but y'all not ready to have that conversation. Agree. Um, they, they can be more damaging. Mm-hmm. And I Depending thought about that for a long time. I was like, wow, I never really thought about that. Mm. Uh, I've We always talk about dating the girl with daddy issues. I've dated the girl with mommy issues. Hmm. It's, it's actually worse. Because with the daddy issues, we all know like sometimes... That, women will try to find their father in you or, or things of that that yeah. nature it's easier to navigate through daddy issues because you're a man mm-hmm. when she has mommy issues you can't fix those or try to work through those with her because that's strictly a mother daughter experience that 
us men have never had or will have. Yeah, we don't. We can't speak to the roles of women. So the way a, <clears throat> a mother can be damaging, yes, the the ability of abandonment, of course, can go in crazy places. But typically, that's paired with you don't usually have the toxic mother and not the abandoned father. Right. So usually those things can go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking for confidence from your parent and you have the toxic mother who hates her fucking life and takes out all her shit on her kid, that's a recipe for fucking disaster. It is. is. And it's something that is, is real common, you know, and that's why me reading that, you know, I thought about it a lot. I thought about a lot of women that I know and the relationships with their mothers. And when you think about it, it's like, Oh, okay. You can start to understand why, certain things happened and this woman is the way she is and her relationship with her mom is so, you know, strained and it's like, you know, but it's it's a it's a thing uh um in talking to women, I didn't realize how how common it was for mothers and daughters to have strained relationships. Yeah. Especially as they get older. And I don't know if it's because, you know, as a as a mother, as your kids start to become adults, you start to feel like your place in their life has changed. Sure. Um or if they, you know, it's it's just a thing of I raised you, so I'm always above you. I'm always yeah. like you always. It's a weird thing, you know what I mean? And, and sometimes, you know, it, it it affects the family in a negative way. And I think that, you know, and, and reading that toxic mothers are just as bad as absent fathers. Like you said earlier, it might be worse. I mean, it's again, always depends the person, how they deal with abandonment, because the absent father can definitely oh no for, fuck you up. We but, know that. That's that's for sure. But I think a lot of mothers, and in my experience with women, it's the mothers that don't think they're toxic mm-hmm. that sometimes are worse. Because there we we know women that have had shitty mothers. Absolutely. The mothers that are so scared their daughter is going to go through the same pain they went through mm-hmm. project that in a way I feel like they may not realize. Because they'll fuck their daughter up with trying to protect them from some shit and really fuck their life up of how they're going about shit. Like women will go out and try to date or like, I want to go out and do this or like they'll literally protect them and hold them in there Mm -hmm. so they can't ever experience shit in life. And it's like, this is another toxic behavior over here, mom. Like you can't protect your kid from everything. Mm -hmm. And then her view on men and her view on life in itself and relationships is now only based off her mother-daughter relationship because all her mother has done is try to protect her from being hurt. Right. And now she only thinks when she goes out that she's going to get hurt and she's never experienced shit. And, and that's wonder. some toxic shit. And the mother's there thinking, I'm trying to protect my child. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're not. damaging. That's, yeah. that's, that's hurting your child. Yeah. I don't, granted, I don't have kids. So who am I to judge? But yeah, that mother shit, we... we Big moms up a lot, but if they're toxic, they, they out here. <laughs> oh no, for sure. I got a text from a girl I used to uh, be cool with. She said, "Fuck you, I hate you. I'm never speaking to you again." And I almost re- replied, "Mind you, I haven't spoken to this girl in maybe a year." After the Scissor record, this was yeah. Okay. This was after the Scissor record came out, and I thought about Tiny. it. I was like, "You texted me to tell me you're never speaking to me again, but we haven't spoken in almost a year." That means she wants to speak to you. Can can we get some context? I know you're the most private person on earth, but. Like what? How did this end? How did you meet this woman? How, I mean, how far did y'all deal in your situationship? I mean, we had sex a couple times. Okay, hung out a few times, but it wasn't nothing deeper than that. And she thought that I was. She thought that a girl on my Instagram, that I posted on my Instagram page, we were fucking. Okay, 
this was like family. <laughs> so I didn't even entertain that. I, I just, don't think you've ever posted a girl that you were fucking ever. So <laughs> I was like, this is my home. This is like family. Hmm. She's swapping down. This was a girl I was seeing. And I was like, well, why am I even having this conversation with you? Like, I shouldn't even be explaining this. So it was just that. And she was just, you know, she went off into cursing me out, saying things that I couldn't unhear, using, calling me names. And it's like, once a woman crosses that line with me, there's no coming back from that. She invited you to the Frank stand? No, 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 no. Oh. She, 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 uh, she used that. <laughs> she, yeah, no, nah, she, she ain't go that crazy. Inviting somebody to the Frank's, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know, she she dropped the f bomb on me. She dropped the f bomb on me, and once a woman starts talking to me like that, which f bomb? She said, "Fuck you." No, the other f bomb. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, she's you, toxic. Yeah. Oh no, we need to talk to her mother. This is this is <laughs> this is what this is all tied in together. Like, okay. I'm, I'm trying to like I'm painting the yeah, picture yeah. for you. Like, yeah, no. It, so once she said that, I could never unhear that. Like, Do you remember the last interaction y'all had a year ago? Um, it was putting in the Uber. She was going to the airport, and it was it was okay. It was cool. It was all up. So what do she you think saw that pic? It? She saw me post a picture of this girl on my Instagram on my story, and she swore up and down that me and this girl were fucking with each other. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought that happened a year ago, and that's why y'all stopped fucking. I didn't know that's why she texted you that at that moment. You know, no, she, no, yeah, a year ago that I posted that picture. And then all of that happened and she swore up and down me and this girl was I was like, yo, what's wrong with you? You okay? Like this is my homie. Like So you haven't spoken to her since and then she randomly texted you. We spoke, but then I was like, yo, listen, man, like you I don't know what what you got going on. Like you think that I, this is a girl I'm fucking with. And even if I am, what does it matter? But she just started going crazy. And then that last conversation, like I said, she started dropping the F bomb and this, that, and the third. And I was just like, all right, now you completely clipped. Like I can't I can never look at you the same again. So why didn't you reply? To the, to the text? Yeah. The most recent one? Mm -hmm. No, I replied. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> that girl is hanging, swinging from the ceiling fan currently. All right. You texting me to tell me you never want to speak to me again. <laughs> you want to know how sick I After am? After we didn't speak for almost a year. This is how sick I am. I would have saw that opportunity as a, a practice argument. Nah, I would have nah. taken the argument for practice. Nah, you like, it, see, you like, see. That's no, you got to stay you. sharp. Nah, I'm sharp. But I also know when to get the fuck out of there and leave it alone. How many how many jump shots Michael Jordan shot every Countless. day? Countless. Okay. Who's counting? Not me. He got six rings. Yeah. So sometimes I need to take that practice opportunity. Sometimes I need to get in the gym and do some some jump shots with some shit that don't matter. Yeah, but sometimes you so gotta know. So let me know. take this argument and, and sharpen my skills up. I ain't had an argument in a while. Let me yeah, see where I'm at. Sometimes you gotta know practicing with certain people is not healthy for your game. <laughs> this is not good for your game. It's That's like fair. this is, this is too fair. easy. Like this ain't you ain't really yeah, no yeah, this yeah. ain't no competition right here. You can't guard me. Like you yeah, know what I'm saying? So what am I even doing out here with you? I'm dunking on a hoop that's not yeah, 10 feet. Yeah, it's like, all right, man, let me just go sit down before I fuck around and, and turn my ankle out here fucking around bullshitting. Or or take my tactics from this practice session to a real to game. To a real game <laughs> with a real woman and get my ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we're not doing that, man. So I just said uh, okay, like it is what it is. Like I don't, we don't even speak. Like so, why are you texting me telling me you don't want to speak to me? Like we what don't. She's speak. saying she want. That was her way of saying I want to speak. Yeah, because women I, are fucking. Like weird. I said, once you once once you cross a certain line with me, and this is anybody, male or female, once you cross a certain line with me, because I'm, I'm so forgiving, I'm so understanding. A lot of shit doesn't affect me, but it's certain things that, once you get to that point and you feel like you can call me that. I gotta, I gotta politely uh back out and 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 remove myself. There's definitely words that, that yeah, cross that, that line. And I think a woman, first of all, and like you said, tox toxicity. I know mm -hmm. the relationship, but you know she comes from you know upbringing and all of that. So it's like you can you can see things tied in. 
But um, I just can't deal with that. I'm just at a different point. Like, uh, I'm cool. Rory, what's your your line? Your uncrossable line? Uh, I don't know if it's it's definitely more actions than it is words. Like if I if I hear certain words that are said, I'll just look at you more like you immature and I shouldn't do this rather than take it personally. Because mm-hmm. I know you saying them things because you're really upset in the fact that you can't control your emotions to the point that you can't not use those words. I'm just going to not want to fuck with you because I think you're immature and don't know <clears> how to <throat> garner any emotion. It makes sense. It's not because of the words. <clears throat> it's with me it's actions with certain shit. Words, I can unhear words. I'll be honest with you. Nah, words words don't no. words don't bother me like that. Hell anymore. no. No, they used to bother Somebody the fuck drop out of me. an F bomb on you, you can never unhear that. Oh no, I'm gonna just think you a weirdo. And like I just like, can't, I, I can't. We fuck can't with you. we can't like if somebody was to come in here and and and, and call you out your name and, and drop the F bomb on you. Well, I would probably hit them. But okay. I can't do that with a woman. So So what I'm saying is you know, but you also know that this person is somebody you could never even deal with again. Like I'm Oh, for sure. But I look thing. I look at it not based off cause you said that word to me. I base it off like all right, this is where you went with your emotions. Like if we're having a disagreement, I know for a fact I've never done something to somebody to warrant being called certain words. Right. So if the fact that you can't control when you get upset, knowing I never crossed the line for you to call me any type of crazy name like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to just think you, I can't fuck with you because this is how you deal with your emotions. It has nothing to do with the words, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Words, yeah. like if you say that, like, all right, whatever. Oh shit, not a word. Yeah. Like words don't bug me that way anymore mm-hmm. it's actions and you do certain shit now if you say something and then do something different i'm only focusing on the action because now i know so, your words aren't worth shit and it's more also the energy behind it where is it stemming from yeah like that's what you landed on to call me that like, like based off of me posting a picture of a girl like i've had like, a girl say crazy. i hate you mad loud in my face and i know she didn't hate me and it didn't bug me because i just knew she was upset now you can say i hate you that's not really a, a crossing the line with words with me Mm-hmm. But you're just emotional at the time. I'm not gonna break it off over that. But when you start getting in that other lane, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was waiting on. It's just different. I, I, I can't unhear it. I'm sorry. <coughs> I would love to interview one of Scissor's exes. Um, it's a few women I would love to interview their exes. A few of these celebrities and artists. Not on some weirdo gossipy shit. Scissors, I feel like in her music, is a very self-aware writer. And as much as she be shitting on men, I I do, I can see the accountability every... Every now and then. She give you a glimpse of it. There'll be like a third bar. Like, oh shit, all right, you get it. Yeah, You you know why he did that. (laughs) I just... Scissors is so interesting to me. I can never figure out if her life is unraveling or she has a full grasp on it, which I identify with, but... I think that's dope. When people don't know what's going on in your real life. It's just something about SZA with, with her actual music and words that I, I, I want to really talk with SZA. Like, not even on a microphone. Just kick it with I, her? Yeah. You should take it She's take very, it, very interesting. I mean, I, we go back to Maplewood, New Jersey. Take her to lunch. If she's and, coming and home for get Christmas. get to the bottom of, of all of this toxicity. Like, Sober by SZA is one of my favorite songs Because she wasn't ever. sober? Well, it's just a very well-written and contradictive song in a in a very interesting way that's why her, her starting maybe I overanalyze SZA's lyrics because I identify with them so much when she starts that record out with I hate y'all y'all so contradictive and I'm like SZA I could go through all of Control mm-hmm. and this is the most contradictive album I've ever heard mm-hmm. so do you just like contradictions do you like this dude because he <clears throat> contradicts himself because that's all you do you think it's the same dude 
No. Mm. No, I don't. SZA to me, I feel like doesn't do like serial dating, but I feel like when she dates somebody, we're gonna get a whole album. Like I think Control, <laughs> I think Control might have been like two guys. I think this album might be one guy. Like I don't think she's pulling from mad different experiences. Okay, I think she's kind of pulling from large experiences. And all, I just all her girlfriend's experiences. I just want to be the fourth album. That's what I'm saying. That's all I want to get to. I just want to be the fourth album. Oh, okay. SZA will fuck your world up. Oh, yo, you took it right out of my mouth. She will fuck your say. world up. You'll Why do you think SZA will fuck my mic. world up? You'll be in here crying on mic on the mic. <laughs> SZA? Why do you think Ooh, SZA will fuck put my that world thing up? On you? Cause that thing look like it's potent. It's dangerous. Uh I mean, I've thought things before. Yes. It looks like it might be all right. <laughs> might be but all right. That's, <laughs> That's a, that's a woman. I don't want to, yeah, you know, no, I get it. I some know. of my personal yeah, thoughts. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as you, you shouldn't. I, I, no, listen, I'll put it this way. I know that thing is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about her personality. I think she is just the right kind of toxic that will wrap you up. I think her and I would meet, the same way I just said I would have taken that argument, like the practice arguments, I think SZA and I would meet our match mm-hmm. on who's going to decide to beef today. I think it would be the most exciting three months of my life. Not good or bad. Just it, just be exciting. Who knows what's going to come today? Mm-hmm. I think you guys as demons will play well together. <coughs> it says it'll fuck you up. Her demons will beat the shit out of your demons. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know about that. Scissor demons will fuck your demons up. Rory Lee and Moss said, I don't know. I don't think you know All my right. demons, baby. All right. I don't think I'm you know. I'm still cool with mine. She is too. They in the studio. My, my, every my, every my, time she's in the studio. <laughs> every time she's in the studio, they right there on the boards. I'd be worried about y'all because mine is in here right now. Oh, I love, I love these. They right behind you. Right here? They, right they sitting on the staircase. They so right behind you. Tell them to pick a hat. Put it on. What you think? That, do you, you think we put a closet in? No, my skeletons is in here. Oh. <laughs> That's I what see, this represents. See, oh, I see why you sitting there now. Now I, I'm, I I'm guarding I my skeletons. I didn't do the knowledge. My bad. I didn't do the knowledge. Um, yeah, one day, you know what? Punch, reason, one of y'all. They are not Put, put me you, on text, man. They're not giving you something. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't. Um, I would be very kind and not creepy to SZA, and they all know that. I, I'm very close with the TD family. They would say nothing but good things about me. Um, who else no, has the, the Brent shit? I know we kind of glazed over it and got into the Brent. Toxic it might be time mode. for a new project. Too. I actually haven't heard Brent's song. Really? I, no, but we. I do. I've been in a good mood. I didn't really want to kill it. No, but the Brent shit is super healthy. D- he's no, he's really Let me like pull up the lyrics. And he's we'll being see super, super honest with his shit. Like, yo, I you just can't date me like you're gonna get fucked up it's not toxic at all he's, he's telling the truth he's ex- he's the honesty that women claim they want but don't want that's exactly this song oh. is all the honesty women really want mm-hmm. then they get it mm-hmm. and then they don't want it anymore now yeah, he's an they, asshole they, that's yeah, a ploy they, when men do that that's a ploy you telling me oh nah i'll fuck your world up they know women are gonna fall into that like they do that on purpose it's a ploy that's all a ploy. We've all done that. Now nah, right. I'm, I'm fucked up. We've all done that. But but you want honesty, right? This is the first, just just the first verse. Lady, I don't know how you've known me for a month, but now you want to be my bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know I ain't shit. <laughs> you want me all to you. You don't know what I come with. First of all, why you want to be with me after a month? You don't even know me. I might know you better. You have no idea yourself. what I come with. I don't mean to put you down, but how I know you down. If you wasn't around, I don't know you. Mm. Maybe I'm asking for too much. You offering love. I don't think that's enough. 
That's honesty. We don't honesty. talk about that enough. We don't talk about love not being enough. Love is never enough. Love is never enough. That's yeah, love's love is a cool enough. caveat to like shit, but it ain't never ever. Love enough. is like icing on the cake. Love is like when you spend a night at your homeboy crib and he just give you a sheet, but it's cold. <laughs> like you got you got a sheet. It's like yo, he gave me a sheet. Sunday had me out here looking crazy, but this sheet ain't enough. Like, yeah, it's brick in here. That's what that's kind of what love is. You need a pillow. You need a little some more layers. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. And then you don't really want to be my lady. You know, it's more than just driving Mercedes. Cool, whatever. That that I know. Dream wrote that line. That's a dream line. <laughs> These hoes gonna call and drive you crazy. All right, more honesty, rigorous honesty. If people have been to AA. These hoes are going to call you and drive you crazy. I'm fucking other women. Are you sure you want to do this? This is not toxic. This is on, This is real honesty to me. Meanwhile, SZA over here contradicting herself and treating this man like pure shit fucking with his mind and men over here being mad honest. Men. Look at the men you're claiming to be mad honest. On, on Friday, Brent represented men. SZA represented women. Mm. And y'all looking crazy out here. Y'all down. Ain't oh, no Demare's y'all. Quiet now. Ain't no like fuck out of here. No, no, everybody in the room look at me. Ain't no y'all. Oh man, that's funny. Shout out to Brent though. This man. shit ain't nothing new. I got too much I could lose. Gotta be careful with who you choose. Bars, all this shit. Cause this ain't like the life you had with your old dude. This ain't it. This is something. Like totally I'm different. You can't hang you can't with run, this lifestyle. You can't run the same game you was running on on that on that nut. I'm different. I'm built different. This shit gonna hurt. This is a very beautiful song by Brent. There's nothing toxic about this. This is not his style. Like he maybe he maybe had a, a revelation. He's really out. He, he went to therapy. He was like, I can't lie to these hoes no more. I, I got to tell him straight I up. I don't, I don't think, think he did Brent that. Went to therapy. Yeah. See. Why you don't think Brent went to therapy? <laughs> nah. Nothing about Brent says he goes to therapy. This does to me. He mad honest his whole record. So do you think the rest of the album is gonna be like this, or you oh, think this God, is the one fucking done? Exactly. I, 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 I need, I need the no. toxic part. Yeah, exactly. nah, Brent, don't no, do Brent, it. Get out of this. Here. No, yeah. this, this record is fire though. Mercedes, I do love. I do want. Brent yeah, it's a good record. To to stay with the toxic shit though. That's a good record. I mean, we need a project from Brent. But that's how I know. That's how I know women are more toxic than us because I saw all the reviews on Twitter and shit of this record. Like, oh, Brent is back with the toxicity. No, he's not. He was mad honest with y'all. There's nothing toxic about saying, hey, uh, I know you want to be with me, but I'm fucking mad ho. But honesty and, can be toxic. Yeah, I was about to say, honesty can be toxic. I need y'all though. to stop yeah. that. Honesty that can be honesty, honesty can be toxic. Can be toxic. How? <laughs> just, like, just how I said, you know, when people say brutally honest, like honesty shouldn't be brutal. Sometimes it is. Sometimes toxic, sometimes honesty is toxic. No. Honesty can be harsh and honesty can be mean. You can be an asshole with your honesty. Mm-hmm. It cannot be toxic. There's nothing toxic about telling you the truth. My delivery could be from an asshole point of view, mm-hmm. but I'm not toxic for telling you the fucking truth. No, your actions are what's toxic. Just because you're honest about your actions don't make your actions right. Your actions are toxic. And then you choose to go you're and sing about it. You're a participant in them. Okay. If I'm saying, hey, I'm fucking a bunch of girls and you still want to fuck me, who's toxic here? If you know, and this is a thing, I, <laughs> she's I, I, toxic. I've talked to, to you and multiple well, that's my other homeboys about this. No. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, if you just, just are get, going just to a girl, and if show, you're going show me them to results from CDMD, yeah, <laughs> and saying, "Yo, I fuck with mad bitches," you still want to fuck me, and you allow this girl to fuck with you, knowing that she's gonna get wrapped up in you, you dead ass wrong. Cause well, you yeah. know the girls that's she gonna get wrapped child, up in she you. She can't make her own rational nah, decision. You know, if I tell you, you yo, know, listen. toxicity is gonna come from it before you fuck her. You know she's gonna be fucked up afterwards. That's so the why best do sex. It? 
And I'm being honest, toxic. and you know what it is. That no, is thank toxic. you. That thank is you. That's thank toxic. you. No, she's toxic. Okay. If I tell you what it is, I'm not toxic. I could be an asshole. Yes, you can be honest and be an asshole and be a mean person. Nothing about me saying exactly what it is is toxic. Roy, you talking to the say what it is king. That's how I maneuver in relationships. So do you think you're toxic? I've been called toxic. That don't mean you're toxic, though. Yeah. I you could be a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, but I think... I think what Damaris is saying is if you know that you basically don't have any real intentions with this woman and you don't have you don't really see a future. That's what Brennan's saying. And but the woman needs to take accountability because if you're telling her that and she still wants to fuck with you. She's, but I guess what Damaris is saying toxic is to as herself. a guy. Yeah, but she's I think Damaris is saying as a man, you should just be like, yo, listen, you don't fuck leave me alone. Like you sh- this is not gonna end good for you. Why? I mean, I don't know. If why. I'm in a space where Listen, I, just, I don't, I don't because do when she's coming and trying <laughs> to bust clear. out your windows at three o'clock in the morning, you want to sit up there and scream, "You're fucking crazy! Why would you do this?" It's like, yo, you know, I was fucking crazy before you started fucking me. You knew that, so what's up? And that's my choice. Okay, I made, so I made accept that your role in the toxicity. Yeah, I think that's what you're not doing. He ain't doing that. If I'm telling this chick why we fucking you the only one, I love you, like I can see us being together, all that shit. Now I'm toxic. No, no, you're. If a I fuck say, yo, boy. I'm fucking other girls, and if you want to stay. And mm-hmm. fuck with me too. I'm telling you, this is going nowhere. But if you want to continue to fuck, I like fucking you. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. And that's, if you say yes, that's me. Who, Ma, like, if anything, me. you're the toxic person. I'm not the toxic person. See, I be trying to tell girls they toxic. And if you time. bust my windows out after me giving you straight honesty and you staying after my honesty, you're a fucking psycho. You should go seek help. Sometimes the problem is though. I think people we're not we're not uh all the way honest with each other. Because I think that, you know, sometimes you tell a girl, yeah, you know, this is just a physical thing and whatever, whatever. But then you start doing not just physical shit with her. You start bringing her around family and you start taking, you know, her on trips and shit like that. And you low key falling into a relationship at this point. I like trips. You want to come? Bet. Nah, see, you can't that, see. Just, you gotta let Rory get his bullshit off. Rory is bullshit, yo. I got that off before that. I think about. I like, I like trips. trips. Come on, let's funny. go take a trip together. But if if I'm telling, if I tell you exactly what it is, and you cool with it, and I also like going to dr. Yeah. And I like fucking you, and I like your company. What yeah, the fuck is wrong with taking I you to dr? Nah, but sometimes, sometimes. Listen, Rory. For the record, I'm just you're. I'm I'm you. You're me. Like you're describing me. I just want you to be clear. But I'm just trying to see it from the angle of I could I could sort of understand how we it is some toxicity on our part in that as well though, because like you could tell a girl, yo, listen, this is just physical, nothing serious. We just having a good time, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then you know. Couple, she she at the crib a few days out of the week. She got some clothes there. Couple no, trips. She. This, this is where society. The, once you is, take the no, rub off, you already know this what that is, is. This is oh, come on, whoever put one on. But see, this is the toxic. This is, this is where society has made shit toxic. Okay, there should be no. It shouldn't be black and white in the sense that if we're not in a relationship and we are just fucking right here, right? Mm-hmm. There's no middle ground where we're just fucking and I still treat you like a human being. No, absolutely. Like. It shouldn't be Rory, I just remember, you and then leave. Like, why can't, dis- I, why can't I treat you me. like a fucking human you're being and respect me. you and still fuck you and us not be in a relationship? Listen, I don't have the answers, bro. I'm you, I am you. You are me. The standard should not be, oh my God, he treated me like a human being. He must want to be my boyfriend. He must love me. <laughs> no, I respect you and I'm sleeping with you and I like your company. I don't sleep with people I don't like their company. 
Mm. But you don't want a relationship. I'm just Rory. If you Both, haven't noticed, two, I'm asking. Two things. I'm be, asking you the questions the women ask me. Two things can be true. Yes, I don't want a relationship. I like you as a person. I like your company. I'd like laughing with you. I like chilling with you, and I like fucking you. But why don't you see anything serious with me? Because if we get in a relationship, we are going to get to the toxic place where we're going to hate and resent each other. I think we're. So I'm trying there. to save. I think we're there now. Well, I mean, you just got the text message. <laughs> I think we're there now, Rory. Look what sis is doing to our women. Oh man, it's a to crazy y'all. Time. To y'all, that's what she's doing to y'all. Don't put us to in. who. To what do you think sis's dude text her after that record came out? Knock it LOL. off. Knock it off. I was gonna go with LOL. Knock it off. What time you? What time you getting over here? Yeah. Matter of <laughs> fact, okay, you probably didn't have to text her. Okay, was, she was probably at the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. When the album came out, she was definitely in the bed with him. That be the that be the bar. Like you hear the album with her, you like. Who you talking about? Because that ain't that ain't our relationship. Like, you don't be doing all of that. Like, yo, that's the thing. I don't know if I could date an artist, a creative. Oh, she gonna tear your ass up in them songs. No, not no. I don't mind getting tore up. I'm fine with that. Tear me up because I know it's about me. You. I'm talking about a girl. How Still. collectively the whole room? Yeah. Still. And aren't you supposed to be God? God yeah. can't say pause. God sees. God sees God everything. Can't say pause. <laughs> God's supposed to love everybody. Um, It'd be them lines that, that that ain't about me. Yeah. And why you said it with such conviction? Who you who you talking about? <laughs> you got to start asking these women, these artists, like, Yo, who you talking about? And I was thinking about that with M.I. Cricket Letter too. I don't know if I could date an actress. I'm starting to think, I never thought I was insecure. I might be insecure. Explain. If I, if I see, you, oh, whoa, whoa. If yeah, I see you getting fucking, like a, how good of an actress are you in some of these sex scenes? I know you're an actress. I have to respect your craft. I'm dating somebody. I've signed up. I know that you may have to do a scene with another guy, make out, and fake fuck. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to watch and support your show, though. So you couldn't watch your girl in a sex scene? I might. That may be the time I go to the bathroom. Okay. I'm here to support your show, babe. Like, mm-hmm. all that. But, like, let me know the parts. Got you. Like, it might be a long piss, too, depending on what. If, if it's power... <laughs> Yo, they gonna be fucking for a while. <laughs> like, what, what what type of show is this? Uh, is this power? Insecure be getting some cute little scenes off too. Cute little nah, sex scenes off. Nah, nah. Insecure, they may kind of rival power. Power be trying to do some porn shit. Insecure be fucking like how I fuck. I could tell they like each other. <laughs> No, insecure. I could tell they don't like. I, insecure. I could tell like it's it's weird because I, I I know that cast. They really fuck with each other, like they look like they hang out on for sure. Off day. For sure yeah, so it's yeah. like some of y'all really fucking for real. Stop. I'm not. They're I think all that too. married. I'm, the majority of them are married. What that mean though? Ma. What that mean? Ma, you are t- stop. Let's have them conversations. Ma. I'm married. What that mean? <laughs> if you on set, when am I out of character? Because I'm not married when yeah, I'm in character. Yeah, like you married. Okay. I ain't trying to like break that up. But like. Well, Laura's like white woman and Issa's black. So. What if, what, have yeah, you watched that, that mean, That happened once. What do you mean? What happened once? No, in real life. Oh. The actor. The oh, I don't actor. know what Lawrence be doing in his real time. <laughs> yeah. How you know? The, what, don't put that on him. He's married. Laura, I've been he's making married, people gay all day. You can't make him a white woman lover. He's married to a white woman and he has a history of dating white women. So what that mean? He don't like black women? I, I didn't say he didn't like black women. I, I think that's exactly likes, what you said. No, what I said was he likes white women. He prefers white no, women. No, he liked those white I women. I think he likes women. He just ended up marrying a white woman. And has a history of white women. Dating white women? Mm-hmm. Which he doesn't have his, any black his women. Facts? Like, so there's no white there's no black women that he dated. I don't No, know. I'm asking you. I don't know. No, that that in public. They just that found a white woman. Yeah. You see how that works? 
They just Dr. found the white, all Somebody the white women. Somebody put Dr. Umar next to fucking mall right now, please. I'm just saying, <laughs> if a woman wanted to find all the Spanish women that I've dated and say, yo, he only likes Spanish women, I've dated plenty of black women. That's not fair, is what I'm saying. Like, don't just find the Spanish women. Okay. That's all. But I'm saying, if they saying he has a history, then okay, whatever. But I do feel like a lot of that cast, they hang out, they're really cool with each other. Having, I don't know why having a history is just funny to me. <laughs> well, we don't have Yo, a he has a history. <laughs> well, everybody has a history. We all have a history. But I'm just saying, I don't I don't know if he has a history with just only dating white women. But I mean, if that's his preference, you know, cool, whatever. Well, respectfully, Issa, in this season, I don't know, like especially... Looks like really, really good. Issa What's my girl's name? Issa is the, uh, beautiful. She's such a the funny heavy set one. I don't like to say heavy set. The thick, the Kelly. Th- Kelly. Kelly. I love Kelly. Kelly she's is she's her own hilarious. fucking show. Kelly is hilarious. She's her own fucking show. She directed one of the, the last episode I think I saw. I think mm-hmm. she, that was her first directorial debut. She's super talented. I think she's she a star. star. I think she needs her own show spinning off of Insecure. Yo, did you see the DMX documentary? I did. I watched it. Uh, I watched it on Saturday. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, yeah, no, I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, it was it was definitely a chopping onions type yeah, yo, thing. Uh, it was definitely. Um, I didn't I didn't cry, but it was definitely emotional. It was um, especially the way it ended. Yeah, like it was like damn, like because it. And watching it, you knew like damn, X is he passed he passed away, and you watching it, and seeing like the last few months of his life. Um, but the end of it was like damn, like it's really X is really gone. Like that's when it became like emotional for me. Yeah, I think with him with his youngest daughter through most of it mm-hmm. made me feel really fucked up. His son, which I, I thought, now in retrospect, obviously because he's passed, but his son being on there talking about all the shit they went through, obviously mm-hmm. we're getting to a place that he's cool with talking about it yeah. and they, they can really reconcile. <clears throat> it was good with, to see that. Yeah. So I guess the kids thing is what really fucked me up because I, I, you know, that's not the only child of X that has come out when he was alive saying mm-hmm. shit like hey we have a weird never disrespectful but hey we have a weird relationship and the fact that now they can't continue that relationship when it finally got to a good place is what fucked me up the most mm-hmm. like damn he's finally got to a great place with, with all his kids yeah to really have that relationship with all of them mm-hmm. and now he can't have that so i feel like those kids got we talk about that abandonment shit yeah obviously death is not abandonment but mm-hmm. you're feeling that twice yeah like that's got a just when you thought that's, you had a relationship there, he's gone. Like, gone. That that's what fucked me up through that doc the whole time. It was, was the kids thing. Yeah, but, it was it was beautiful to see that with his um with his, with his with his oldest son, and him telling him how he was proud of the man that he 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 had become. I thought that was special. Um, just seeing you know, first of all, black men talk to their sons in that type of man is important. But um, after knowing the history of the relationship with DMX and his kids, um, when they were on. Iyana, how do you say her name? Iyana Van Van Zant. Ayanla. You know Ayana. Ayanla. Ayanla. When they did uh, his show together, you saw mm-hmm. how that ended, and it yeah. was like a big viral moment on the internet. Um, so to see where they were at towards the end of DMX's life, and how you know them sh- hanging out, him sh- telling him he's proud of him, and showing love, and 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 things like that. that. I thought that was special, and that was that was definitely one of the most emotional parts of the documentary. But they did a great job with it. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's still it's surreal like you almost don't because DMX is not somebody that we you, we see every day or was heavy on the internet so to see like yo he's really gone it's like it was real emotional and it was like damn man but you know it was it was it was beautiful to see that he had mended those relationships with his kids that was dope yeah when he um when he went into Def Jam to sign that contract with his lawyer and um and Steve Rifkin 
I had really weird, I had mixed feelings about that scene. For the people that haven't seen it, X goes into Def Jam. Uh, Steve Rifkin was managing him at the time. I, I forgot his lawyer's name. Um, and I believe he was signing for a Christmas album and one album. Mm -hmm. um, and X goes in there and the lawyer's like, do you want to go through everything? And X is like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'll just sign it. And Steve Rifkin's like, no, let's go through the points. Yeah. <clears throat> I have mixed feelings because that sucks because we know what that is. But uh, X just coming out of jail, him, when he was saying that, was holding his daughter and like running around with his daughter. I did feel good that X, I think, found the shit that's important to him and he mm -hmm. doesn't care. Like, all right, if this is what I'm owed to get some bread, I know what's important to me and it ain't the shit y'all talking about. Yeah. Now that of course leaves you open to get fucked yeah and taken advantage of mm -hmm. but it was so nice to be like though i'm with my daughter like i'm so happy to just be here <laughs> yeah i think like I think, I, this is what's important to me if this is what y'all need bet just right. make sure we got food and i'm fine <laughs> i think dmx was just at a point where he had experienced so much in the industry and the business and like you said it was just like fam i'm this doesn't matter to me. I'm, mm. I'm I'm working on having a better relationship with my kids, being a better father. All of this is like y'all can read every page till we fucking turn blue. I'm getting fucked in the end somewhere because first of all, yeah, that's what record labels do. Yeah, they rob us, they steal from us. Um, so yeah, that that was that was it was good to see that. And um, but more importantly, I just like the way they they portrayed X in the yeah. documentary. I love the way his portrayal in that documentary. It was real family. Which is something he always talked about, going back to you know the um, the was it the group home that he grew mm -hmm. up in? Yeah. Going back to that to the uh, to the campus and him seeing everything, talking to the kids that were there now, telling them to take advantage of those opportunities because you know in those moments, those kids probably feel like nobody cares about them. Of course. And somebody like DMX coming back, saying, "Yo, I was here, I lived mm -hmm. here, and like let me tell you, like take advantage of this. This is an opportunity. Don't look at it like this is a a negative thing." Yeah. Seeing all of that was dope. So um, prayers to DMX, prayers to his family, his friends. And even before, right before the scene, he went to the group home. He went, went back to his projects yeah. and let everybody rap. You know, I lived right talk in that to building. Talked to the dudes in the, <laughs> yeah, to the, dudes from the, from the, from the uh, neighborhood. Yeah, it was dope, man. It was dope. X, X was, was a, a, a special soul, man. Like that, I will say out of, out of any person that's died that I did not know personally, X by far was the one that fucked me up the most. Yeah. Like by far. Cause you kind of felt like the change was happening, and X. I mean, I've always, I've said publicly for years before he had passed. X has always been in my personal top ten. Like mm -hmm. X, I've always, always X. Like was the first rapper during my childhood. Like everyone had to be like the fucking flashy, crazy shit. X mm -hmm. was like, oh shit, you could be this type of person and be a rapper. Like I connected with X way more than I connected, even though Ho was my favorite rapper. Mm -hmm. I identify with X way more than I identify with Jay-Z. Right. So he was always that to me. So it was always a different level with X. Like that's my one of my favorite rappers ever. So it's when just, he passed, I felt like a family member passed. It's just funny hearing you say that because you you so much younger than me. And I know when I first heard X on, was it 4321? Mm -hmm. Like I know, for us like mm. we played that shit all day on the block like we just kept playing that one of the homies had a honda hatchback and we was playing that shit all day long now nah, that was the only song we played and it was like yo who is this dude yeah like just his energy his presence and from that day on you know dmx was just a a, a living legend man 
Yeah, because I, I mean, shit, I think the first two CDs I ever, I didn't buy. My mom bought, but I went and said, Mom, I want these, was Volume 3. She had bought me Volume 2 before, but that was a gift. Volume 3 when I went, and and there was X, were the first two albums that I ever picked out myself. And yeah. and there was X, as much as I love Volume 3, I resonate that more with Volume 3 now as an adult. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. and there was X, like you couldn't tell me nothing about that. That album was my fucking Bible. <laughs> That's crazy because you were just so young. But I, I was fucking I don't know, eleven, maybe. <laughs> Listening, <to laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, but the documentary was dope, man. It no, did a that, great job. sorry, Dope Man didn't really do it for me. <laughs> That's not the one that stuck out. To me. <laughs> yeah, I do love Volume Three though, but. You know, X, X, it, it was tough to watch because, again, that's one of the only people I've never, I mean, I've met in passing and said hello, but mm-hmm. that I never knew that, like, that was like watching a family member pass. Yeah. But they did a good job with that, his portrayal in that documentary, definitely. Um, So, yeah, if you haven't seen DMX documentary on HBO Max, check it out. It's, it's worth it. Um, I, lo- I love the way they portrayed him in that. Did a great job. For sure. All right. And not non-sad, but still the same era. Um <laughs> Bone Thugs three six, yeah. It went it, it, versus, huh? Fi- finally, somebody versus is. <laughs> finally, we got what we've been waiting for. Finally, someone throws a we, bottle. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about it, but we kind of been waiting for the rappers that do, did the verses to pop, like somebody to pop off and get a little little tension in the room. If it we got it with Gucci and Jeezy, look, that but that was just like I, I we thought that that, that was, was gonna be like a, scary. A, a I was war. scared. Yeah. I was scared. But no, like, I, was, I was nervous in my kitchen and they were in a whole nother state. Yeah. <laughs> but we finally got some little fisticuffs. Yeah. I think Dream I think Dream and Sean Garrett would have held it down for R and B if they were in the same room. Oh God, yeah, they would have went to blows. <laughs> they would so. they, they would have went to blows for sure. Um but yeah, Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia, uh Busy Bone had a um an intro to the verses that he felt like he wanted to get off and he just expressed this and I'm not I just don't I'm not gonna stand here and let y'all do that yeah I don't even know why he felt like they were gonna do that I feel like there was maybe some banter behind Before? the scenes okay and he okay. was establishing something from the gate I like it I'm gonna set the tone listen we not doing that I'm not about to stand here and let y'all just sit up here and you know what I mean and then Juicy J went crazy and you know once you do that like, like Damaris invite you to the Frank stand it was like it, it was a lot. Yeah, you can't do that. Like that's so that's on, that's the line. That's on, one of those lines. On Uncle Charlie, you're yeah. not about to do that. That's one of those lines you can't cross. And it's funny looking back, like you laugh, but in that moment, I was like, "Oh, this might this this might end." Like I, I didn't think they were going to be able to finish that. I mean, I'm glad that they kind of held back because they they did the little you know back and forth pushing. I, but it's just funny. I, I don't want to advocate for violence because I am. Always don't want violence to happen. For sure, no. We could joke about it, specifically but no, we don't want with, with weapons. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm always for a fair one. Yeah, fight fist. I'm. I'm always Let's like. Get, yeah. I don't think there's shit wrong with fights if they're warranted. Mm-hmm. I think people fighting for no reason is corny. But I did want like somebody. I ain't like the little pushing match. <laughs> but you <laughs> somebody it, throw something. But if you look back at it, and you know, <laughs> they just had a little piece of caution tape. And them niggas was acting like they didn't want to cross the caution tape. <laughs> I'm like, if y'all don't break that little piece of tape and get it on, like, dudes are sitting there pushing, a, like, right up. It's like, yo, move, just rush these dudes. You ever seen some spots that can't afford the big security guards? Absolutely. And they just got, like, the regular guys, they just wear all black? Yeah. And then you see somebody get stopped by them, be like, 
Come on, you can get past him. <laughs> you could have easily pushed him, threw him out the way. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They didn't really want to fight, but again, you once you tell a grown man, you know, you invite him to the Frank stand. You, yeah, and you gotta know. Shit. You gotta know what's what's happening after that. At that point, you want that's what you want. You want violence because y'all don't have the relationship locks and dipset have with each other mm-hmm. and had a. a pre-conversation like yo we'll get chippy with each it other it was some chippy shit being said in the locks versus oh, no. uh, but nobody ever invited nobody to the French no. stand I think that would have tipped it over the oh, edge 100% yeah because that's just one of those things in our culture you you can't say that you, you can't say that I mean I didn't watch the verses I don't know who won I don't know won did they absolutely why are you saying you're the only person saying that everybody I saw said that 3-6-1 come on man Stop. wait was Juicy allowed to play all his shit too yes <clears throat> Bone Thugs won? Yeah. I'm more of a Bone Thugs fan than I am a personally than a 3-6 Okay, fan. well, there's no definitive winner. I feel mm-hmm. like Bone Thugs won. I love 3-6. Obviously, Juicy J, they have legends. classic records. I feel like Bone Thugs won. I like to see Juicy, like, because Juicy, we know now is back to iconic and all that. Juicy J, we know his legendary status mm-hmm. with who he is. It was nice to see him in a little chippy situation. Like, at a versus, like yeah. nah, this is still gonna be some three six shit. <laughs> you still gonna get crazy in here. Yeah, yeah. Because you, cause you are, it. you are a legend. Yeah, but I understand it. But Juicy J gotta know if you tell another man some shit like that. Which if the tables were turned, if somebody told Juicy J that, it would have been the same thing. So, you know, that that was fair. I'm pretty sure he he knew that that was was something that was that was gonna be the reaction that was gonna happen. I mean, I'm observant, so I don't know if I ever want to fuck with the crew where I know one of y'all shot each other and y'all still cool. Yeah, because at that point, y'all willing to do anything. Like, Crazy Bone shot, I think, Lazy with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Shot him. Mm-hmm. And they 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 straight. No, Yo, sometimes. it's my bad. Ain't nothing. Yeah, like- I'm scared of that crew. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crew I don't want to fight. Yo, you, you all right. You tough, right? That type of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you tough, right? You, sh- you shot me <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> you tough. Don't worry about that shit. Put a band-aid on that shit. We'll be all right. Yeah, but I think, I think Bone Thugs won, though. Right, I'm, I mean, I'm actually going to go I back see and watch people it. saying 3-6-1 but I think Bone Thugs I just thought it was a weird matchup with the sounds like I yeah yeah completely different sounds yeah I don't know how to compare those two types of there's no comparison but I hope again I, I wasn't looking at, at Twitter when it happened I do hope Bone Thugs really got their flowers oh no they did I think they did I think people were reminded that night that you know Bone Thugs is one of the most iconic uh, groups in, in, in hip hop history for sure without a doubt because I, I always Bring it back to 808s and heartbreaks is why everything sounds the way it sounds now. And those flows, it's, it's all Kanye, Wayne, and mm-hmm. Chief Keef. I like that those are the three that made the sound now. Mm-hmm. If we want to pull it back more, a lot of the flows people have, a lot of that melodic shit, not just Bone Thugs, it's busy. Mm-hmm. Like Bone Thugs really shaped a lot of what the sound is right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Do or Die too. I know y'all had mm-hmm. y'all shit, but and Do or Die. Mm-hmm. Like, that that flow is still very much here. <laughs> Crucial conflict too, for sure. Um, yeah, that that whole '90s going into late '90s, those groups, they definitely, like I said, the first time. I think that was the first time hieroglyphics heard. sort of mm-hmm. in there too. Uh, with with Biggie and Bone Thugs, yeah, that record. I think that was the first time we heard Big rap with that type of cadence and flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bone. Their 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 impression on the, on the, on the game and in hip hop is legendary, well iconic group and it was good to see them on the stage. They had a little fisticuffs in the beginning, but that's bringing that '90s energy back. 
For sure. Not mad at it. Um, I got punched in my eye at the the whole B-Sides 2 show. And I was like, thank God somebody got punched. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, you just got to keep the energy. It's hip-hop at the end of the day. It's just hip-hop, man. Somebody got to get punched. Um, but yeah, I, I, saw, I, I, got, I had Bone Thugs winning that. I saw, uh, the last time I went to Howard Homecoming for Yard Fest, I think it was the year before COVID, Bone Thugs was on the bill. And typically we don't have time to do Yard Fest because we do Palooza around the same time. Um, but for some reason I was able to go just I specifically went to go see Bone Thugs. And Yard Fest, for the most part, is the college kids. M- most of like the you know people that I graduated, whatever, is usually in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But Yard Fest, like on the yard, is the kids that are at Howard and in DC. Mm-hmm. So Bone Thugs was on the bill. Like typically they've had, they've had Drake, Two Chains, like whatever kind of popping at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they did Bone Thugs. I was like, oh, my old ass is about to go up there. Mm-hmm. Watching all the student body of Howard stare at Bone Thugs in the what the fuck is this mode was one of the more enjoyment <laughs> I've ever had. It's Meanwhile, I'm over there jamming. Going crazy, yeah. <laughs> Reliving your childhood. But, uh, yeah, I just, Bone Thugs needs their flowers, man. And 3-6 no, as well, them. of course, but I feel mm-hmm. like 3-6 has gotten a lot of their flowers. I just don't think Bone Thugs... Well, Bone really Thugs got- has, you know, they had a lot of, you know, things happen in their lives personally. Mm-hmm. Jail time, you know, Drug addiction, things like that, that kind of got in the way. Shooting and, each other. Yeah, like that. Yes, <laughs> that kind of got in the way and kind of, you know, but I that that night on the verses, I think that, you know, everybody kind of understood exactly how dope and important uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony was to the culture. And uh, shout out to Steve Rifkin again. I saw, I saw him try to get in front of Juicy J. <laughs> Steve, r- relax. It's, we got this. We got this one. Thank you, though. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout out to, uh, to Swizz and Tim. It's still going. I don't know how much they care about it <laughs> anymore. Am I allowed to say that? How much they care about it? Well, Swizz was Am like, I, am I putting words in people's off. mouth and, and they're, they're going to be like, how do you know how the fuck we feel? I just feel like they don't. Well, they I think do. they got their bag off it and they continue to make it important for the culture. I just think they moved on. Mm-hmm. The same way we saw about the Ross rollout. Like, I don't know if he cares much. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel that way about Versus. Right. From them specifically, because they, you know, partnered with everybody, got their money, made a staple for it, and continues to make a staple in the culture with it. I just don't know if... Like, do you think Swizz and Tim watched? <laughs> well, Swizz was inside the chat, and he was saying... Oh, was he? Okay. He said, I'm not stopping shit because uh, I'm still... I still remember... Was bit- he even in the same city? Was he stopping? <laughs> well, he was being funny, but he said Busy had bit him back in the day. Wait, what? He said, I told y'all. He was saying, that nigga bit me before. So it was kind of like, niggas. <laughs> but why? Like, I'm not shocked by that. I could totally Many, see busy. Nobody was. That's why I was kind of like, I could see that. You know what I mean? So, so because when that whole shit happened, Swiss was in the chat. He was like, look, I'm not, I'm not stopping shit. Yo, I grew up around a, a lot of kids that were adopted and or in group homes, orphanages. I know so many busy bones in my life. <laughs> Like no, it's a specific no, behavior. I got a cousin that's busy bone. Like yeah. I know, I know busy bone. Yeah. I don't know him, but I know him. I, we all do. <laughs> we all know a busy bone. Trust me. My cousin, one of my cousins, is definitely busy bone. <laughs> he just can't rap, but he's busy bone. One hundred percent. Oh, shout out to Bone Thugs, man. I love Bone Thugs. Um, is there anything else we have to cover? No, not that I can think of. Yeah. Um. We are going to Detroit. We're not going to tell y'all why. <laughs> but we're going to Detroit. <laughs> we are going to Detroit. Yeah. Just to get some Jets pizza. Have That's some fun. It. Have some fun in Detroit for a couple of days. We you couple. lived in Detroit for a little while. Did you uh 
Well, not Detroit. Maybe, maybe hit Troy, Michigan. But yeah, well, same I mean, shit. it's you know, yeah, the uh, metropolitan area. Yeah. Did you hit hit a few people like yo, I'm back in town. Like, God, where no. you at? God no, no. Because Detroit women are slept on. I love some Detroit pretty, women. Some, some, it's some real pretty women in Detroit for sure. Absolutely, but it's pretty women everywhere. Carl, no. Oh, we don't even want to talk about. We ain't got to talk about Carl. <laughs> Carl, we ain't got to talk about Carl. Carl is Carl, Carl is just crazy, man. Can I tell that story one day? Yeah. I'm like, I'll tell you when we get back from Detroit. All right, cool. But can you be on the mic for it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Look at Carl. No. <laughs> Carl, like, yeah. Carl has a very wild story of uh, group sex in in the beautiful city of Detroit. Detroit women are interesting, man. I really like Detroit women. They're very cool. Too. They're very down to earth. They're very pretty. Like I fuck with Detroit women heavy. Yeah. Uh, I think they're one of the most yeah, everyone, slept, slept on city women. Cool. Like yeah. we all know Houston's all that shit. Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Detroit has amazing women. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if you was doubling back on any one of them. And no, no. I, it's been, that's been way too, that was not six the woman years that, ago. That text you, I hate you. Oh no, she, she's not from Detroit. No. no. What do you Thank think? God. Can I fly her to Detroit? No, okay. please no. Don't fly her anywhere. Um, but yeah, Detroit is cool. Detroit was a, we had a good time in Detroit. Um, especially like you know in the places that we frequent. Mm. Birmingham was cool. Good good cigar cigar bar there. Okay. Good steakhouse in in uh, Birmingham. But you're vegan. We and, and don't. No, this was I wasn't vegan back then. Okay. This is um. It was a. Uh, I remember we went to a, a soul food spot. I don't. I cannot. I've been trying to remember the name of it. But it was a soul food spot. We heard that this spot was like amazing. Everybody's like, yeah, got to go there. Got to eat there. We go there. And this is why I love Detroit. Go there. We pull up. The entire, entire restaurant is bulletproof. <laughs> like, Naturally. And I'm talking about they serving some of the best fucking wings and collard greens. But you got to order behind a bulletproof. And I'm like, wait, this is, you know, you go to a soul food spot. It's like family. That's like my uncles and them. Like, what? Everything bulletproof. Mm. I said, oh, this food about to be crazy. Of and you know the food it's is good. good. It's mixed with gunpowder. That on. shit is like, delicious. You got it. I can't remember the name of it, but the food was amazing. It was another spot. I think it was called Beans and Cornbread. Okay. We used to go to. That was really good. Um, and it was another spot. I can't remember the name. But yeah, Detroit. Uh, Sweetwater Wings are amazing. Across from St. Andrews. Mm -hmm. Love that spot. Mm -hmm. uh, one time, we was in Detroit. I was in Detroit for Palooza. And we were staying downtown. And... Mm -hmm. I know eight miles iconic or whatever, but that's still just a major highway at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, and it's far. Mm -hmm. We drove all the way to eight mile for the strip club because my man knew, I guess, the owner or some shit. It's a, a Friday night time when the strip club would be packed, like mm -hmm. 1 a.m. type of shit. Mm -hmm. We walk in, beautiful strip club, brand new. Not a soul in there, but the strippers. Mm. They immediately run to us like they knew we was coming. I tap my man. I say, yo, we, we about to get lined up. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> No, they ran to y'all because it wasn't nobody there. They was trying to get their bills paid. No, they wasn't. They knew we was covered. Oh, they he, she did, it's like Rory. Yeah, no, they they knew we was Rory. Covered. They knew he was coming. Rory, like, like, oh, okay. How does because there's strip clubs me? that I would walk into and be like, I understand why no one's in here. Mm -hmm. I felt like they clo they closed shop that night just to line us. Just, they only opened it just for y'all to walk in. There? Exactly. That's crazy. I Detroit, got far the fuck out of there. legendary strip clubs in Detroit. Oh, the, legendary. Some of the best. Oh, some of the God. best food too. Yeah. Legendary. So yeah, shout out to Detroit. We'll be in Detroit uh, for a couple of days, and then uh, right back, right back to Just the city. doing some training. You know, you know what I mean. Get in the gym a little bit. Just get yeah. in the gym, man. Figure out how to defend ourselves. Um, um, yeah, doing Detroit. Then uh, 
couple fun episodes we have. Yeah, we up. actually have some shit in the next few days. Mm. We have to Detroit tomorrow. Then we fly right back to sit with somebody uh, for our Friday, Saturday episode. I'm excited. This week is going to be interesting. Yeah. Look at us being uh, n- not uh, hermits. Yeah. And we're, we're skipping the Drake and Ye show for episode purposes because we have so much going on. Mm-hmm. Should we give away our tickets? Yeah. Or we sell should. them? No, let's give them away. Oh, I like them. give it away. I'm not selling no tickets, man. That is weird. It's like somebody asked me for some weed one time and I gave him like some weed. I was smoking and I gave him a, because I usually have like the cones already rolled it on me. So I gave him, I'm like, I'm not sharing a, a joint with a, a man. I'm not doing that. So I gave him his own weed. <laughs> I don't you know never, him. Oh, okay. Well, I still. don't know him. And then to be like, now, you know, before COVID, but now with COVID, it's like, fam, I'm not smoking after you. But I gave him, I gave him the, um, the, 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 the joint. Mm. He's like, yo, good looking. How much, I, how much I got for you? I'm like, what you mean? It's like, respectable. Fam, I don't sell weed. <laughs> like, what you mean? How much you? I'm, I'm gonna charge you for this joint. Twenty dollars. Like, come on, now. Nah, you know the hip hop cops. He was a podcast cop. Nah, he, they, they, they follow <laughs> you. He was like, oh nah, nobody ever just gave me weed before. I was like, you gotta get some new friends because you rich. No, it's, it's just weed, bro. People pass out turkeys. You pass out weed. It's just, it's just a joint. You get an eighth. You get an eighth. You get a cone. You get a cone. Yo, so we gonna be back. Uh, yeah, you, I'm you, you mopa. We're right back huh? Thursday, Friday. They'll hear from us Friday. They will. Yeah. Uh, with, with with a guest that. I, well, I don't know their religion, but we won't be talking about religious shit. No. Nah, that's going to be a wild guess. I can't wait. Though I think he could play like a young Jesus in... Jesus of Nazareth? In, in a movie. He could play a young <laughs> Jesus, I think. He could play a young Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. They're going to guess who it is if we keep... They're going to guess who it is. Oh, I could see... He could play a young Mel Gibson in like the revamp of The Passion of Christ. <laughs> He could. Why he got to play bugging? Mel Gibson when Mel Gibson was playing Jesus? Why he can't just play Jesus? <laughs> Yo, Mel Gibson is crazy. <laughs> I love Mel Gibson. Icon. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, though, but did anyone like listen to any of those tapes and like kind of feel him sometimes? Never mind. Forget it. Yeah, we'll be back Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. Yeah. Uh, will we? Will we be back Friday? No, ho- hopefully we're back Friday. <laughs> All right. Depending on how, knock on wood for real. Depending on how Detroit goes, I hope we make it back. Because <laughs> we are putting ourselves in the line of fucking danger. Yeah. Not because of Detroit, of what we're doing in Detroit. Yeah. Y'all no, was wild. Me. Yeah, Damaris, you come. I was never coming to Detroit. I said, nah, I didn't budget that. I didn't like that you said that so I quickly that to me. I was budget. like, yo, you want to come? And you're like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm good. That should be fun. Yeah. Detroit y'all is go, a good time. Y'all go have fun. Carl, you y'all still got the numbers from no. them chicks? Look at what Rory asked. Look at what Rory tried. Y'all there for 24 hours. I did not fuck anyone in Detroit. Carl had group sex. I was not part of the group. They left you out? I I was home. (laughs) By home, I mean the Westin. All right. Well. Uh, yeah, I hope that's where people go now since you love telling people where we stay when we go to the city. You so love let, doing let, that. Let that's, everybody think that's that y'all staying at the shit. Westin this time. Listen, it Rory, is. one thing about our culture, we do not let people know where Rory, we're Rory, you staying. got curtains right. yet? Guys. I'm what the Mondrian thing I understand, but we have said we stay at the Mondrian ten thousand times before. No, you've said it. No. <laughs> we've said it. I promise you I've never said we were at the Mondrian. Never. Well, we don't stay there anymore. He was like, I love and the Mondrian. We're not staying at the Great Westin. food, the bar. I'm just like, okay, let, let them know where we be at. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it's all good. We don't have those type of people looking for us. Listen, I just want to let you guys know now. Listen, outside of our live show in LA, people's security guards getting knocked the fuck out by our people. So I'm not worried about who's at the Mondrian. Yeah, well, I no, ain't I'm even. Not. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> yeah. do that. But y'all, th- y'all have a, a female on your team now. So y'all have women chasing after y'all. I have men. I don't. 
Wait, you, you, got, you got podcast dudes mm-hmm. going after you? Hold on, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Get your shit off. No, that's not what Get I'm saying. Get your shit off. You got the fellas coming through? You, seriously, you have to be aware I, of I'm things aware. like I'm, that. I know that. No, I'm I'm with you. I just... I know. know that as well. Even though y'all let that girl get through that ain't no y'all. We gonna have a real, no, no, no. We gonna no. visit that. <laughs> Did we talk about it on, on no, the mic? No, no, please, no. I'm, I'm here. No, no, I got no, time no, to edit. No, What's no, up? No, 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 I'm here. No, no, no. Cause no. she went to the right one. No, we could talk about that on the next episode. She went to the right one. Yeah, she did. But we could talk about that the next episode. We're no, we here that. now. No, we could talk about that. You ain't got nothing to do. Hey, she brought merch. <laughs> she was wearing it. Changed at the show. Nah, Better said at one point. He thought that she worked with us, so she could have went up to Loyon and was like, "Yo, yeah, I'm with the team." I thought she worked with y'all. I thought she was one of y'all friends. Nah, I thought she was with Carl. <laughs> I really thought Carl and Peach brought some bitch back to the whole time. That's really what I thought. We'll oh. talk about it in full on the the next episode, but I'll leave it this way: all the entire team was on the same elevator with Shorty, and everyone on the elevator thought she was with somebody on the elevator. <laughs> And she wasn't with anyone on the elevator. She wasn't with anybody. I want to let y'all know I was not in the elevator because I would have asked who she was there for. Yeah. I'm the only one with a brain. I wasn't on the elevator with her either, though. Nah, me and Maul. Oh, that I wasn't on the It was me, Carl, Peach, <laughs> Benner, and her. Yeah, okay. Wait, you wasn't on the elevator with us? Nah. First of all, the monitor on elevators is only... It's four so people big. in there. Yeah. yeah. And and we we damn near played corners and she was in the middle. <laughs> oh, so she was like right in the middle, She was y'all? the center. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then and Peach and Carl got got off of their floor. I got off at mine. I, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no, that was just bad business. It won't happen again, though. It sure will not. Got to run a tight ship around here, people. Um. <laughs> hmm. Oh, but instead, invite a bunch of chicks that are going to ask me if I had an abortion into my room instead. Y'all that did crazy that. chick in the elevator, probably she could have came in and fit right. She would have fit right in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, this was fun. <laughs> Yeah, to, man. Our, to our Detroit fan base, maybe we'll see y'all out in them streets. See you at Jets. No, we won't. See you at the Coney. We won't. Yeah, we will, man. I will not be in the streets. We're going. We're going to defend the streets of Detroit. No, <laughs> we're going to film in Detroit and, and defend the and, streets of Detroit. No, we're going to film and and then right back to my hotel room. You know, Detroit versus everybody. We gotta look after everybody. We we're everybody? Detroit now. No, no, we got. No, we got. Oh, we Detroit. Yeah, we Detroit now. That's sick. I don't know what the fuck I let Rory talk me into. This is gonna be yeah. funny when y'all realize what we talk oh, about. Oh god! <laughs> but all right, we uh we'll be back Friday, uh with a special guest, uh new music. Hopefully, this Ross album scared, but hopefully, it's amazing. Um, we shall see. Well, let's give you time to sit with it. We'll talk about the Ross album Monday. Did you when talk to Trick Trick? Because I didn't. I talked to Royce. Okay. So I did too. Everything's cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Mayor Royce is okay. Oh, y'all checked in? Absolutely. Okay. Every time I went As to Detroit, should. I've checked yeah. in. Making sure. Yeah. I, I was so nervous the first time I went to Detroit. Royce was sober, and I was scared to invite him to a party that was centered around alcohol, but I had to check in. <laughs> Yo, Royce, I'm going to be there. Like, shit cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> shit cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, this should be right. fun, though. We'll have fun. We'll have a good time. For sure. All right. All right. All right so we'll see y'all Friday, man. Y'all be safe. Uh... Yeah, and talk to you soon. Love. Have a good week. No, 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 no,